This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, duly, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. My name is Mikey Bones, and I'm joined, as always, by my fellow hosts, Rob Humphrey and Kat Bloor. What's going on, guys? Hello. Hey, what's up? What's going on? We are back. We had two episodes last week. Very hectic week. We talked Leprechaun. We had Matthew Cote on, game director for Dead by Daylight. Rob, you missed that. Yeah, because you guys fucking you conspired against me and edged me out of there because you knew I was going to come on and steal the show, but that's all right. We, we didn't even schedule it. You scheduled it for a time when you knew I couldn't make it, and that's fine. You guys want to play that way? Fine. We talked to, to these people, and, and thank you very much to Behavior for you know giving us your time and scheduling that. that I am honestly blown away by the level of professionalism that we received throughout all of that, honestly, all ends. But besides that, they gave us, we talked to them a day before their big anniversary release. They're very busy, dude. They, you know, mm-hmm. they had one day and two time slots and we got one. Like, what do you want us to do? I see how it is. I see how it is. That's fine. It had nothing to do with us. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you to them for coming on. It was it was good. I listened to it. Um, Ali, you did excellent. Yeah, yeah. Ali did pretty good. Ali yeah. Ali saved the show. Yeah, thank you to Ali for once again stepping in and saving Slasher Radio. Why you got to use the term thank you? Because as much as I love to give Ali shit, and I'm sure that it's going to continue throughout. Oh, hold on. I haven't done this yet. Huge clown penis. But. Thank you to Allie, since you brought up thank you. Yes, thank you to Allie. She helped a lot tremendously, both during the interview and before and after. You know, thank you very much to Allie. I don't like to be nice to her, but, you know, here we are. But that was awesome. We got a lot of attention for that. The video version is up on YouTube. It is doing very well. Mm -hmm. A lot of different people covered it, used it. We'll get to that later, uh, slightly. Last week, the, the other episode we had that I mentioned, Leprechaun, that was my pick. And now Rob has a pick, a movie pick. I sure do. This is a, you know, it's well known around here that I only pick bangers. And I think I followed up strong. That's not true. All right. Well, the burning was not a banger. That was a banger. But, Rob. Um. <laughs> Cat, help me out here. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about the burning. <laughs> the burning's a banger. Certified. No. And, and you know what? Honestly, I mean. I also I hate to break it to you, uh, but if we're referring to if if the port noise scale means anything at all, and that's a big if, but assuming for a moment that it does for the sake of argument, uh, I have some unfortunate news about the uh, the 
the success rate of this one being slasher radio approved because you know how subtitled movies go on this show. Uh well Yeah. No spoilers, guys. We'll get there. I, I know we'll get there. I'm just like I'm trying to reel in expectations because uh, and also as for we've the record learned, for the record, we know the port noise don't mean anything because Kat gave Jack Frost a ten out of ten. So Um Yeah. If you know, you know. <laughs> What was I supposed to do? <laughs> Rob, if we do go down the, I don't know, our discography, whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> uh, but you have been known. I, I I think this is worth mentioning. You have been known on your picks. Like, if we're going by Portnoy scales, like you guys mentioned, yes, you pick bangers. But those numbers, you picking bangers is inflated because you usually have very safe picks. Zodiac, The Fog, Invisible, all that stuff. You yeah. get very fake picks. You do go out yeah. sometimes. Safe, safe picks is just a code word for good movies. And safe and picks. movies that people would like to hear us talk about, probably. Unlike, you know, Leprechaun in May. Well, keep in mind, too, Rob, also one of your picks is The Blair Witch Project 2 Book of Shadows. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> and another one you went out on a limb uh, on a limb on a little bit was a girl walks home alone at night only because it's not as known you're gonna tell me that movie's not an absolute banger no i'm not i'm just saying that, that you, you like on... that movie and you your dumbass watched it without subtitles <laughs> not a word do i know of which was said in that movie on any level but yet, no i'm not saying it was a bad movie i'm just saying it, it was a little further away from your safe pick but it was still kind of a safe pick. You know, like, th this one is honestly, like, I like that you picked something off, Kel well, we'll get to that. But you picked something off Kelter this time, and you know what? A little bit of kudos to you, but also, fuck you. Oh. At the same damn time. Fair enough. <laughs> you know, we went over it last week. I had all these picks in mind. Freddy's dead. Skin rank. And I really could have socked it to you good. And I was, it was right there for me to fucking do it, man. I was thinking about it and I said, no, I'm going to pick something fun and, and I'm not going to fuck Rob. Here's and the thing though. What you're, you acting like, you're acting like this was a punishment pick. This is a good fucking movie. You picked a foreign subtitle movie. Knowing it's not my fault you don't like foreign movies. It's still good movies are good movies, Mikey. It's not that I don't like foreign movies. It's just I'm less likely to to, to like a foreign movie, and if it's got subtitles in it, I'm even less likely to to like it. And you did both, knowing damn mm -hmm. well the possibility scale of how this is going to turn out. All right, I, next time I will try to factor in the fact that you're a xenophobe. <laughs> also, not nice to call me that. Rob's playing it smart, because if I have the next pick, he chose a movie that, you know, I'm more forgiving of the Asian horror movies than anyone on this podcast. Yeah, there you are. Except so when Greg's on. I have the chance to, well, yeah, that's that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had, here's the thing, though. I have a, a list of movies for this show. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I landed on this one because I was like, this is one we'll all like. Yeah. And <laughs> now I'm already pissed off. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. You picked an Asian subtitle movie and you sat there and said, there's no way that no one's going to not like it. Is that really how your thought process? 
There are some Asian movies, Mikey, that if you don't like, you're wrong. So this list, there are 23 <laughs> movies on my list. And this was the one that I thought, everybody like this one. It's good. There's no way there's not at least 10 movies on that list that you know damn well I would like more than this. But everyone is the thing. Is It's, it's hard to choose I'm a movie that we're everyone. all going to like. It is. <laughs> but, and I would also like to point out, that is not entirely true. Like I, I, it's not that I just don't like foreign horror movies. That's well, not that's true why, at all. that's but, why he was giving you the benefit of the doubt. Like picking, a, he like looked at a list of quality movies and he didn't factor in the uh like subtitle thing because there are some movies where you could look past it. And he assumed I think that this was going to be one of them. It's mm. also the case that um I look past it because it doesn't bother me, so I wasn't even thinking about it. All right. Like if a movie subtitled, I don't, you know, I'll watch it. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I fought for Martyrs Hard and Murder Madness, and yeah, I like Let the Right One In, Train to Busan. You know, like don't get me yeah. wrong. I even stuck up for, uh, for Ringu, in Murder Madness yeah. as well. Yeah, you know. See, yeah. Now I will say, this was not my initial pick. Ooh, do we get to know what the initial pick was? My initial pick, I could not find streaming anywhere. Um, I initially wanted to do Death Proof. <gasps> I've never seen I would Death have had Proof. fun with the Death Proof. I liked, I love Death Proof. And I really wanted to do it, but it's not streaming anywhere without me having to pay for it. And Oh, this is that Tarantino. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen this. Ah, fuck, this is a movie that I've been wanting to, to get around to. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. But it's not streaming anywhere without uh, having to pay for it, and that just really pisses me off when that's the case. Yeah. In this day and age when there's a bajillion streaming services, so um, I decided to go with one that I could find for free. Well, not for that free because you know, I, I pay for it, shit. But... But... No. Although, I, usually I do. I will say I'm pretty sure I own a copy of Death Proof. So in this mm. one particular instance, I wouldn't have been annoyed. But I, under I, I understand the impulse. Yeah, to... it's, it's a bit annoying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and this one you could find like I think I, I I think we all watched it someplace different. I watched this one <laughs> on Peacock. Oh. Shutter. Yeah. And Mikey, you said you went Tubi or YouTube or something? YouTube, yeah. 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 I also want to point out that as of recently, I also have a list of movies for the show. Other than my list of I do have like a nuclear options list in case I ever need a revenge pick for some <laughs> reason. Oh, that'll um, never happen on this show. What do you mean, Kat? Throw that list away. But I've I've never used it, so I'm sure it's fine. I do <laughs> not have one of those lists. I do not have a nuclear option list. I really, really want this show to get away from that. I, uh, yeah, I also... I'm Listen, I've never used it. I, I don't want to. <laughs> you know what the problem is? Honestly, because I and I don't have a list at all, by the way, all, I, I'm going to start working on one because, you know, that is, that will be fun. I also will have a nuclear option list on mine. I have a mental nuclear option list. But the thing is, <laughs> with the Patreon pick that we get every month, I very seldom. Yeah, <laughs> which is next week, by the way, we don't need to do it to each other as much anymore. It's kind of nice. when We don't, you don't go watch something good. No, although. You're going to hear about this from the patrons, I'm sure, but oh, in yeah. defense of the patrons, they've been choosing some pretty good movies this year. Like we oh, yeah. I think we have some PTSD from last year cuz it was rough for a while, but they I've liked most if not all of the Patreon picks this year. Carousel. Yes. <laughs> mm. Mm -mm -mm. 
banger. <laughs> yeah, bang. Orca. Mm, banger. Yes. <laughs> Belco experiment. Did you ever watch Belco Cat? Yeah. Oh, what'd you think? Because I don't think we ever asked you. you Wait, was Cat not on that episode? I wasn't on that episode. Oh, that's when you went to Cleveland or that something? That was when I went to the Mac and Cheese Festival. Yeah. I got a tattoo. Uh, <laughs> no, I liked it okay. I, it, it wasn't my favorite. Um, it was mid, right? But I, I didn't think it was bad. It certainly wasn't like a last year patron horror punishment pick, you know? Like, it was fine. Yeah. It was good. It was okay. Yeah. All right. That's fair. I'm going to okay. start highlighting this Portnoy list for... Uh... Patreon picks because Thanksgiving oh. three, although that was last year too. To be fair, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Fair. we had a rough That's time fair. last year, I, but they, I, I'm not mad at them right now. I think we're doing okay. I think we're moving past it some. Yeah. All right. Also, um, uh, I know we're not to the movie yet, but does anyone know how to pronounce the title? I wasn't uh, gonna do it. <laughs> you know what? You would think that I would, huh? Yeah, I was hoping yeah. there'd be a cat or Rob thing since you picked the fucking movie. No, no. Uh-uh. Did they say it out loud in the movie? I might. I mean, they reference it, it a couple of times, but I could never quite catch it to how, hear how they were pronouncing it. I imagine it's Gongjom, but I don't know. I don't yeah. feel real confident about it. Mm. All right. Well, that that's we'll, 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 we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> yeah, we got a, a bunch of stuff to get to. We're going to get to drink roll call. We're going to go through some horror news, keep you guys updated on everything going on in the genre. We will obviously get to the movie, but we do have a little bit of house cleaning to do. We do not have a voicemail, but we do have a text message. And this text message is from Will, our newest patron. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Will, welcome aboard. We really do hope you enjoy being a member of the Slash Radio Patreon, patreon.com forward slash slash radio. Here's starting as low as $3 a month, although Will is a member of the Get the Hose tier. Ooh. Ooh. Well, thank wow. you for the support, Will. That's great. Very much appreciated. Absolutely. The number, if anybody does want to leave a voicemail for the show or a text message. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. Voicemails, we will play it on the show. Text messages, we will read them. The number is 917-397-KILL. That's 917-397. 5455. If you missed it, hit the damn 30 second button. But Will's text message reads Hey, Mikey, Cat, and Rob, and whoever else has joined this, joined in the last year. No one, no one else has officially joined the show. We do have uh, affiliates that we, we deal with quite a bit. But he goes on to say, I have been binging your show for the last couple of months and I love it. I'm currently on episode 231. I forgot to look up which episode that was. And I should be caught up by next month. I've also recently joined the Patreon. So now Rob can't call me a freeloading bastard anymore. That's right, Will. <laughs> you, you've come over to the good side. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how to submit a movie review. Um, I think he means a submit a movie pick on the Patreon. But if it's cool, I would like to do it here. I'd like to add Boogeyman 2 from 2007 to the poll. This is a personal favorite of mine. And it's one of those rare instances of the sequel being better than the original. Very brutal, has great practical effects, and has Tobin Bell. Shout out to you, Miss Valor. Thanks much, love, Will. Uh, Also, he says, uh, Will, you're going to get me a bleep here. P.S. Stevie's got a small (laughs) so he really does quite a bit. (laughs) I got a small Wow, he's, yeah, I've been listening. No, we haven't talked about Stevie's in a minute. 
No, we haven't. I'm updating yeah. the bleep sheet right now. But yes, yeah, St- that doesn't Steve count. Even... That doesn't count. That does count. That was provoked by a Patreon. What episode number did he say? 231. 231. That is uh, Feast 3. The I was happy just going to say. <laughs> oh, Will. So, I wanted to double check before yeah. I... Uh... Will's in the dark time. <laughs> yeah, so, so here's the thing, Will. <laughs> Things are going to be a little rough better. for you because the first patron <laughs> episode you're going to get is going to be Sexy Time with Rob. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to listen to the Feast 3 episode. It's... um. Uh, hopefully you're still here next month, buddy. <laughs> we appreciate you if you are. You are a trooper, Will. Uh, but see, yeah, no, that counts, Rob, because half of my beliefs are provoked by you. So we're deducting points. No, that a patron, I that was just me commenting on what a patron said. It doesn't count. So then mine doesn't count either. No, yours count. The, the hell, the hypocrisy. No, yes, Stevie does have a small, <laughs> and yes, both of our beliefs now, both of mine also count. Right. Well, I'm sorry, Stevie has a small what? It's small. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate you. <laughs> After all the editing I had to do this week, you're giving me more work. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, I wouldn't know about that editing because I was left out. <laughs> oh, you want to do the editing? <laughs> Bad. No doubt. <laughs> Let's go. Go back in a time machine to two days ago. You're not going to get much sleep, buddy. It would be a whole different show if I did the editing. There'd be stick figures. and It would be the Nick Cage cast. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there you go. Which, by the way, uh, before we move forward to, to what Will had to say, go check that out on iTunes now and Spotify yeah. wherever you're listening here. Yeah, yeah. it was the uh, this week the long-awaited Nick fucking Woo Cage cast has finally launched. But it's Nick effing it Woo. If yeah, that's a, it. It is thing. spelled Nick F and Woo. Yeah. 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 Apple and Spotify and those corporate overlords, they frown on the word fucking being in the title of your show. Um, so yeah, it's the Nick F and Woo Cage Cast. You can find it wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening to Slasher Radio. Um, it is episode one and it is out now. Kat and I talk about fast times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, that was uh, and it, that intro, boy, the first two <laughs> two minutes of that show is, is one of my favorite things on the internet. <laughs> I might clip that here. You listen to me. You're Nick fucking. Wow, Cage. Welcome to. The Nick fucking Woo Cage Cast and Cat, Woo. There you go. I know you picked the name because you really wanted to lay in that whole fucking thing. Yeah. Um. The problem is going to be, I am rarely, if ever, going to have the energy to do that by the time we record these episodes. However, <laughs> you are welcome to do it anytime you'd like. All right. Uh. Yeah. I my plan was to do it every week, and then I heard our intro music and decided I might not need to do it every week. But because it is our inaugural show, I feel like maybe I should go for it. Welcome, everyone, to the Nick fucking... Woo! Cagecast! You can check that out. Um, As far as uh, Will's recommendation goes, I have never seen um, either Boogeyman movie. I do know that the Boogeyman has an absolute banger of a score, though. It fucking slaps. I will say I so I was not a fan of Boogeyman 2, but I, I it had an exceptional cast. It has been a while since I've seen it. It it may be time for a revisit. I 
believe I could be wrong. I think it's got uh Lucy Lawless in it, right? Is that the one? Am I thinking of the right thing? I had no clue. I okay. haven't seen this. I've seen the original. I haven't seen the uh I feel like that's the one that had Lucy Lawless in it, but now that I've said it out loud, I don't know if that's correct. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I'm looking for also Will uh and well, our patrons don't have an issue throwing movies out there. But Will, it's on the Patreon app. Anybody listening to it, it's very easy to submit movies. You get the Patreon app, and you know we'll put up a, a message in the Patreon that everybody gets on the feed, and you just go in there and comment, and then the next stage is the voting, and you just go in and pick which one you want. Very easy. But if you can't figure it out, by, by the time this episode comes out, the voting will be in the process. But if I don't see you in there, man, I'll put it on there for you. Don't worry about it. Nah, whatever's easier. We, we're very... We're all about convenience here, if nothing else. Yeah. Yes. Also, um, um, and it quickly, did not. It had Renee O'Connor in it. I may be um one hundred percent talking about the wrong movie. The movie I was referring to was the Boogeyman from nineteen eighty that has an absolute banger of a soundtrack. Oh, okay. However, there are many movies called Boogeyman, so, and yeah. I just want to clarify, Boogeyman is the 2005 film with Lucy Lawless. Boogeyman 2 is the sequel with Tobin Bell and Renee O'Connor. So I'm all over the place on this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're all everywhere on this one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we've got it figured out now. I seen um, this Boogeyman or Boogeyman 2. Um, nor have I actually seen the one from 1980. I've just heard the awesome synth-driven soundtrack. Okay. So Will might be right about this one, honestly, because I remember the one with Lucy Lawless not being good other than Lucy Lawless. So if the second one is better than that, uh, we're, yeah. we're on the same page. Well, yeah, you just submitted on the... I, I don't know, Will. I don't know how to work the Patreon either. Yeah, you asked Mikey. Just type it into the thing and it shows up on the thing and then they tell me what wins. <laughs> Rob's life is very easy around here. <laughs> it's not, though. That's what you would think, uh, but it's really not. It's not? Okay. Thank you again, Will, though, for signing up. We really, truly do hope. Um, Will also now in line to the, the Get the Hose tier does get free merch included with the tier. So um, Will will get the round of, of new merch, logo updated, all that stuff. And Nice. And Greg's still mad at us for that. What? What's he mad about? He likes the old stuff better. Well, good thing you have it, Greg. I don't know. What yeah, I mean, it's all right, fine. You've got it, Greg. You, I've seen you wear that shirt on your live streams on TikTok, Greg. That's a that collector's time. edition. Shit. I was meaning yeah, that. Yeah, it was fun today, too. They, he went through, he found a, a like three, uh, it was maybe four or five actually lists from different uh, sites about overrated horror movies or underrated horror movies and stuff. It was, it was fun. Now I'm really pissed. I'd like to do another list on our Patreon. Yeah, the lists are fun. The lists are fun. But anyway, well, wel welcome aboard. Congratulations. The uh the rest of you freeloading fucks, why don't you sign up and be a will, huh? <laughs> Hell yeah, everybody. We need more wills out there. Hell yeah. That's right. Patreon.com forward slash slash radio tiers starting slash three dollars a month again. Uh, support the show, man. Come on. Do the right thing. Uh drink roll call though. I right. am <laughs> I have a concoction. <laughs> I I, I'm again drinking tequila straight. This cup is big. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, I'm having a good uh -oh. time. But see, I just was pouring the tequila and I had ice in the cup. And then I was standing there going, you know, 
I have some of that grenadine still. So I poured some grenadine in there too, last second decision, and I was happy with it. And I'm sitting here drinking orange soda out of a bottle, and I poured some of that some bitch in there. You know what? It's pretty good, man. It was kind of like a white trash tequila sunrise. Yeah, yeah. If there's something lower than white trash, that's what this is. I don't even know if white <laughs> trash is. I feel like uh, somebody from Huckleberry Humphrey's Hillbilly Hoedown will go, what the hell is that? <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it's getting the job done, boy. Oh, what, kind, what kind of orange soda you got there? Is it like Crush or a Sunkiss? Crush. Orange soda <laughs> rankings go Sunkiss, Crush, and Fanta goes in the garbage. Okay. What about Fago? Nah, I ain't drinking no fucking Fago. No, okay. what do I? Am I gonna listen to ICP too? No. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like the ICP? No. Yeah, me either. I I tried. I don't get it. No. Didn't like them in WCW. Don't like the music. No. No. Uh, yeah. Age myself. I did think about going to the gathering once. Oh. Don't do it. <laughs> I thought that would be an experience. Well, I know I'm not. That would be an experience. They held it about 20 miles or so from where I used to live one year. And I thought, man, I might go. And also, one night, Morris Day in the Time was playing. And I was like, man, that's really tempting. You see Rob walking around drinking Fago with one of those <laughs> necklace things they have in his face, his face <laughs> pasted like a clown. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Ultimately, I decided it wasn't worth it, though. Good idea. Yeah. This seemed like a hassle. What are you guys drinking? All right. Are you ready for this? Yes. I am now officially. Oh, you motherfucker! Drinking vodka, <laughs> Sunny D seltzer. Son of a <laughs> bitch, bro! How do I know? How do I know? How do I know? God, that's messed up, man. How this happen? Uh, yeah. Fun fact about this: uh, I can't taste it. Uh, I I don't have you. any taste right Good. now. I'll tell you so. what; it tastes it probably tastes better that way because. I also I got a little bit drunk the other day because i was having a few of these with breakfast thinking they were Lacroix. (laughs) (laughs) the um the artificial sweetener taste overpowers everything in those otherwise it would probably be really good Uh, much like the mountain the hard mountain dews um same thing uh so i am drinking uh i got i got some beer and uh this is a very special beer that I had read about when it was announced and then kind of forgot about. And then earlier this week, I got a DM from Miki who had the same beer. And I was like, oh, I forgot about that. And uh, I got to go get some. And sure enough, they had it at the the grocery store up the street. So I bought some. This is um, this is from a brewing company. Uh, I don't know exactly if it's N-O-D-A or Noda. I'm not sure because the way it's stylized. A brewing company out of Charlotte, North Carolina. It is a uniquely southern wheat ale crafted with cheer wine. Uh, it is called uh, cheer wine ale. How is it? It's not bad. Um, I wish the cherry flavor was a little stronger in it. I'm not a huge fan of uh, wheat ales, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, so the cherry could be a little stronger. Uh, but it's not bad, honestly. Right. Um, so yeah, I went uh, went and picked up that. Uh, it is... Uh, uh yeah, pretty tasty, I guess. Like I said, could could be a little bit better. Could have a little more cheer wine flavor to it, but overall, uh I'm pretty happy with the purchase. Now, Chris did also uh post a drink on Twitter that he he thought that I should try. He's been trying to create a drink for me to try for drink roll call for a while. And Chris, 
I saw the one you posted this week. I like it. That will be coming soon. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Chris, I'm sorry. I, I also, I want to apologize to Chris. Uh, I had, I took another crack at the Feaster Bunny. Um, <laughs> it, it didn't go well from the beginning in a different way. Uh, and I didn't, I forgot to take pictures. I did end up drinking. <laughs> we'll just skip ahead through all the trial and error stuff. I did end up drinking about two shots of Bailey's out of the bottom of like a white chocolate unicorn. That was hollow, <laughs> but that's like, uh, at, by the time we got there, it, there really wasn't anything worth taking a picture of, much like the first Feaster Bunny. Well, no, I mean, not if you're out there buying chocolate Easter bunnies in May, Kath, they're not going to hold up. Well, I, I know, uh. The first one I did get in April, and that didn't go well because it was off-brand, and then I missed the sale. Uh, but then the last time I was out shopping, uh, they had, like, hollow chocolate unicorns, and I was like, this is kind of the same. It's not. It's just <laughs> not. <laughs> fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Anyway, big big thanks to to Miki for the reminder about the cheer wine ale. I did pick some up, and eh, it's not bad. Right. And Chris, the drink you created uh, uh, for me will be coming soon because I do like the idea. I think it sounds good. And one day okay. the Feaster Bunny will happen in a way that's not horrific. Next year. Plan Next ahead. Yeah. They've got plenty of time to plan ahead. That's all. All right. You guys ready to get into some horror news? Yeah. All I ever have wanted my entire life. Mm. It's time to hump the news with Rob. He's not a genius. Is there horror news that isn't coming from us this week? Well, um, it doesn't seem like it, I guess. But we can <laughs> jump to that since Kat mentioned it because it is true. Uh, Dead by Daylight, obviously, you can listen to our last episode and transmission their new chapter their anniversary edition new killer we detail we detailed that all of that last week is it last week yeah last week with matthew cote and you know if you haven't seen it by now just google it you'll have no problem finding it nick cage coming well what do you think about that man we didn't hear from you on it nick cage going to dead by daylight man that's awesome are you kidding me I mean, there's no, per like, if they wanted to add a real-world person to the game, which he said they talked about doing for for a while now, there's no better choice than Nicolas Cage. No. I mean, when you first hear it, it's like, wow, hmm, that's random. But, mm -hmm. you know, when you hear it explained by them and their anniversary stream was great, I hope everybody checked that out. That aired a couple, that finished airing a couple minutes before our episode dropped. Uh, phenomenal job. Everything looked great as always, and they explained they they kind of just left it there but it was so it was nice to hear matthew talk about it. that was their big mic drop at the end of it nick cage is coming and we got to hear matthew talk about it and explain it and i'm not gonna lie it warmed me up it it helped warm me up even more to the idea and i also got to thinking guys you know dead by daylight does so many dlcs and licensed dlcs and all that stuff this very much opens the door for an easier path to getting to that stuff because you already have like Nicolas Cage if they continue to do this who else will they have but the, you know for an example of Nicolas Cage 
I could easily see it being see there being a DLC skin for Ghost Rider and and everything Renfield even and all these characters related to the genre that he's done he's already there all you need is the outfit yeah if they make a Willy's Wonderland t-shirt I will start playing Dead by Daylight <laughs> so what, what you're telling me is we might soon have a playable version of Brad's friend <laughs> What I'm saying is you never know. That's me speculating, pure speculation. I already reached out to Behavior. Matthew said he would love to do the show again, so I already reached out to them. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to talk to him around when, you know, Nick Cage is actually hitting the game and they can talk more about it. And, you know, I, I just, I, that was me sitting there thinking about it, going, damn, man, that, that door is wide open now for, you know, sure. if they continue to do this with other people, it'd be great. No, I think that, if you had given me a million guesses as to oh, yeah. who was going to be in the game, I never would have come up with Nicolas Cage, obviously. But it, the minute that I heard it, I went, that makes all the fucking sense in the world to me. He probably would have been my second guess, honestly. Just because I'm already, thanks to the unbearable weight of massive talent, I'm already kind of used to thinking of Nicolas Cage as playing himself. Sure. In something um my first guess if anyone is curious would have been elijah wood just because he shows up in weird places in the horror community sometimes <laughs> yeah uh, when i'm least expecting it so also it would be a good uh you know like i would also like to see him in dead by daylight i think rob we, when this news like when me and ali were going over stuff and research for for everything we were talking about it when when the news hit and everything and there was a lot of as people could imagine moving parts to setting that that interview up and press release stuff and then you know stuff got messy as people know and th there were so many different things and they're working hard on everything they have to do over their behavior so we were getting a press release a little press release and we didn't know exactly what would be in there so we're working with stuff we're working on stuff before we know a lot of stuff. And part of it, like we assumed going in was we weren't going to know anything and they were just going to announce it to us during the interview. And that's how we find out. And then we talk about it. It's how, you know, I assumed this was going to go throughout most of the process setting this up. Rob, mm -hmm. how amazing would it be <laughs> that we have one of the people who helped bring this game to life and one of the biggest dudes, most important dudes in that company in the biggest game in horror gaming right now and he announces to us blindly without anybody knowing and the new survivor is nicholas cage imagine cat's reaction to this guy <laughs> live finding that out that would have been gold that would have been that would have been. been i um I, I saw it on twitter um and i didn't believe it at first you know what I mean? Because I was like, well, because I, I wasn't involved. I wasn't in here for the interview, so I wasn't involved in all the, all the shit you guys were doing to set it up and all that. I just wasn't, you know, whatever your problem, not mine. I'm not even gonna be here. So yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm a great team player, as we all know. <laughs> um, so I, uh, but I, I saw it uh, and like on Twitter, I was like, well, that's got to be bullshit. That can't be real. And I was convinced uh, for the longest time that it wasn't real. Yeah. But it, the timing for when it, it came out could not have been better because we were starting our uh, Nick Effin Woo Cage cast. Um, and it just like... 
everything came out the day that we were getting ready to record. So that worked out well for us. I do think it's very funny that the first podcast, after like all of the NDA stuff that we went through, talking to <laughs> by daylight, that the first podcast that I talked about that on was the Nick F and Luke Cage cast. Right. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that that um, they got a lot of shit going on over there. Like I said, Google it. You will. It, it it's not going to be hard to find. It is everywhere. Uh, next thing we wanted to talk about was the Amityville Horror classic novel gets a stunning limited edition release from SunTup Editions. I'm trying. Okay, I'm going to send you guys uh, this. Anybody listening, you could you know just obviously Google that or go to bloody disgusting they do have it up there this is incredible the book looks amazing like i might get this i don't think there's enough of this in heart and as everybody knows i'm not a big book guy but like this thing looks incredible book guy we can't even get you to read movies yeah <laughs> oh my god i take that back i don't take back how great it looks it's 135 dollars um so Ooh. I'll just throw this out here now also. And I feel bad because I, you guys know how much I love books, uh, how much I would like to support the, the limited editions and the collecting of more books and Mikey spending money specifically on books. Uh, um, the Amityville Horror is not a good book. <laughs> I don't like this book. Um, the art is incredible. Uh, is. This is the most gorgeous edition I've seen, but out of like all of the old classic horror novels... Uh, this is not the one, guys. I'm sorry. There are a lot of editions. So there's an artist edition that's limited to 750 copies. Mm -hmm. A numbered edition that is limited to 350 copies. And a lettered edition, whatever the fuck that is, that is limited to 26 copies. Damn. And I'm sorry, guys, but no. For, for the Amityville Horror, just no. It looks great, though. It does. It's beautiful gorgeous that on your shelf yeah and i am i'm i'm trying to get better about it i'm someone that's easily uh lured in i, I i'll spend money on a book very quickly uh but as someone that has read the amiable horror uh i just i can't justify that kind of a price tag yeah i mean i've never read it uh, to me i'm always like i'm not gonna buy that that book's bullshit and i'm you know like i own multiple at this point uh special editions of Dracula and Frankenstein. Ooh. And I've got like a very nice copy of the Exorcist. Uh but I uh I'm pretty sure I have like one of the hardbacks for American Psycho, but I, I can't for the Amiable Horror. So it, the um I, the, I think I the lettered edition <laughs> the lettered edition that only has twenty six copies, you have to enter a lottery to pre order it. Damn. And the purchase price is two thousand seven hundred and ninety dollars. Oh. Oh, oh, that, you got to be an avid collector and, and yeah. I'm sure they're out there, but, and geez. the one for the one that has like 350 copies is $500. Hey, Rob, get me that real quick. Come on, man. Cat's going to have to do that. Cat, Cat's got her book yep. world connections. Maybe she can make it happen for you. Get me a free copy, cat, please. Uh, no, I <laughs> I don't have those kind of book world connections. Sorry. All right. Uh, next thing up, there's a lot of news to get to, but a lot of it we we can brush over. This, this being one of them, 
the Outlast Trials is now out. It is uh, in early access right now. That is uh, that the new Outlast series. Uh, everybody knows the Outlast games. The newest one is Outlast Trials. I didn't even, I found out through like word of mouth that this was out. I don't know what they're doing with their uh, marketing, but I've heard the reviews aren't great for it. I have not played it yet personally. It's $30 on Steam right now. I don't think I want to pay $30 for an early access game. So I'm probably going to wait on this one a little bit. I don't know if you uh -oh. guys care about it Yeah, at that all. sounds fair. Honestly. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. But Pat, you played uh, Outlast, I will... right? I played Outlast. No, yeah. no clue. Outlast scared the shit out of you, dude. No. Oh, oh yes, it, it will. It would make him sick. <laughs> Might make yeah. me, is it first person? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not fucking playing it anyway. But um, I will say this, though, Mikey. I, I buy early access games all the time, and it's usually fine. Yes, I know, and you know that early access become more and more of a thing. Grounded, I know, not horror, but that was a big early access game. I don't know. It's just like thirty dollars for Outlast at this in twenty twenty three. It's not a tremendous price, but like it, it's not. And and the reviews hurt it more than anything. Like if it's yeah. not if it's getting bad reviews, I'm not spending thirty dollars, especially if it's an early access. Yeah. No. I, yeah, I get that, but. You know, yeah, and it's like a major title. The, like Founder's Fortune that we were we were playing. I, I bought that in early access. It wasn't thirty dollars, but you know. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh one day I will give it a try. Next thing up is Gun Interactive, Texas Chainsaw Massacre the game. They've released a soundtrack to companion the video game. It's available on on all streaming services. I believe it is for free. Let me make sure. Mm, oh, they just linked their own fucking. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, I believe it's for free. I did check it. Oh, yeah, it's on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. Uh, it it is free. So, uh, I mean, this is one of the reasons I love guns so much, and like it, they just do cool shit like this, and I love that. And and they kind of they give um uh, a little a little sneak peek on what you can expect in game. Wes on Twitter at Wes Keltner, I love him, but he also confirmed he will be doing the show at some point to talk about the game and the movie and all that stuff. But uh, he has this—I don't know what it's called. It's an apprehension engine, and it's an instrument. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard this before. He tweets about it a lot. This is part of what went into making a lot of the sounds that you hear in the game and in this album. And it's like a big wooden box with all this metal shit like sticking out of it, like rods and all these things. And you move shit against these rods and the box itself, and it makes all these like ominous sounds, and it's really fucking creepy. So I can appreciate that. Uh, Rob, yeah, I don't know. give this a listen. I don't know anything about that. This is up your alley, though, man. It's like a, an instrumental album. Well, boom. Sounds like it's made with some weirdo instrument. Well, it's not only that, but, you know, that helps darken the tone of it. You know? Yeah. I, I don't I know. I might check it out. Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know anything about that. But I will say, uh, as an update from last week's, the uh, Leatherface Lo-Fi I have ah. been listening to pretty much nonstop this last week. It's uh, good. I started, I, like, I went to check it out uh, just kind of for fun because I thought the graphic was kind of a fun thing. Uh, but it has been very, like, ambient for work. Uh, 
yeah, it's been great. <laughs> Cat's illness is affecting her ears. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's nice. It's good to have it work because it's a little bit spooky and it doesn't have words, uh, but it drowns out the <laughs> it drowns out the sound of my neighbors screaming. I just yeah. realized how ominous that sounded. Uh, <laughs> there are a bunch of kids that live next door to me that are like constantly running around and playing outside, but it's just like constant children's screams from next door. Oh yeah. Uh, if I don't have loud music on top of it, and it's hard to like write with stuff that has lyrics, you know. So yeah, makes sense. The lo-fi station has been—it's been nice. Nice, nice. It's awesome. Uh, next, oh fuck. Next up is Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey Two begins filming this fall. <laughs> yeah. Fucking sweet. I have nothing to say about it. Did you see Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey Cat? No, I thought it was going to be on streaming oh. by now. Is it? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Shame on I, I'm a real supporter, and I saw it in the theater. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shots fired on your Winnie the Pooh blood and honey credibility, cat. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit offended, but that's fine. Well, I will say I tried to buy it on Blu-ray, and I could only find it in, like, the UK format. Oh. You're going to buy this, but you won't buy that House of a Thousand Corpses thing? I don't like House of a Thousand Corpses. It's a shitty movie. But it looks cool as shit. I don't care how cool it looks. The movie looks like garbage because I've seen it and it sucked. does not suck. It's a great movie. But that's besides the point, man. It does not. It's not a great movie. It's a terrible movie. Look at the... You buy albums for movies that you hate? Yeah, but the music is usually good. Yeah, but th- look at what you get. The artwork is great for this. Come on, I'm man. not going to buy. I don't buy albums for the artwork. I buy them because I listen to them because the music's good. Shame on you. I'm not going to buy a Blu-ray set for the artwork. I'm going to buy it because the movie's good. Hmm. A power move for me would be seeing this movie before Cat does and calling her a fake Winnie the Pooh Blood Honey <laughs> fan. I don't know. Uh, my... You know what? Do it. Go for it. It's Might a good be... movie. I encourage you. You. Got, you guys are both missing out. It's a good movie. Payback for the Sunny D crap. <laughs> now that Sunny D stuff tastes like garbage, but I had to do it when I saw it. And Cat, I'm proud of you for getting them too. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's fucked up, man. Cat, why'd you do that? I don't know. I was feeling chaotic. No, I mean, and and Allie has been on the show with him before. Mikey well, is literally the last person to get him, and he hasn't even gotten him yet. They're not. I still every time I go anywhere that has liquid for sale, I fucking look, dude. They don't have them around here. I go out of my way. I went around a grocery store twice looking for them because I looked in the wrong spot, I thought. And I'm like, maybe they were over here. All the way around, twice. Nothing. I'm trying out here. Uh, Next up is Arnold Schwarzenegger is leaving Terminator in the past. He still wants Good. to play Conan one more time. But, yeah, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I guess, is not doing Terminator anymore. That's... I mean, fair, right? Yeah, I mean, right. yeah. I mean, how many, how many movies have they made that he hasn't been involved in anyway? Who cares? You yeah. know, like he's also seventy-five. That's a demanding yeah. role. You know. Yeah, I bet he's still in good shape though. Oh, I'm sure he is, but yeah, being on set and doing all that shit and all the fucking the getup he's got to wear and all like—that's yeah. But if he wants to play Conan, I mean, Conan, that ain't no joke either. That is very fair. That is, you don't have to wear as much bullshit, but yeah. it's still that. Yeah, that also is arguably even more demanding role because you can hide a lot of shit in something like, like right. Terminator. 
I mean, is there really demand for another Conan the Barbarian movie? Just as much as there's demand. Well, even less than Terminator. There are people out there who fucking love Terminator. Yeah, I've only, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything past the first two because I heard all the other Terminator movies were garbage. Yeah, no. Not I a watched... huge Terminator fan. Not my kind Genesis, of Genesis, because it had Amelia Clark in it, but mm. it wasn't good. Like, it, you had to pretty much watch it for Amelia Clark. <laughs> yeah. They, oh, they could do like a Halloween end style Conan. I mean, I guess, yeah. Where he's old and can't really fucking <laughs> swing around anymore. And... If he's in a sewer, I'm in. He's in a sewer in the forest and can barely swing from a tree and whatever else. Who knows? I don't know. But no, he doesn't, that, I'm thinking of fucking, what's his name? George of the Jungle. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're very different. <laughs> Tequila and orange soda. <laughs> That's on you. That, hey man, it seemed like a, it's not bad. It's just you know. I'm just saying there were a lot more tits in Conan the Barbarian than there were in George of the Jungle. George of the Jungle was good. What, what was the George of the Jungle? I'm not looking it up right now. Uh, <laughs> Tim Burton. They are having a documentary series, and it will feature Winona Ryder, Jenna Ortega, who knows who else. Johnny Depp apparently is in it. I think, and Danny DeVito. Wow. I okay. mean, I know you guys are going to shit on this, but be nice. No, I actually, I wouldn't shit on this. I, you know, I don't have a problem with a, a documentary about Tim Burton. As long as Tim Burton's not making it. <laughs> God <laughs> damn, bro. I'm not thrilled that, I, well, okay, never mind. Not even going to unpack that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I would watch it. It's, you know, it would be interesting. Um, it's about his great movies. And yeah, yeah there's some I think, you won't I mean, like he, in there, but... He has made really great movies. It's just been a really long time since he's done it. <laughs> yeah. Kat, are you going to be nice to this at all or no? No. Really? <laughs> I Listen. You don't want to see a documentary including Edward Scissorhands, Beetlejuice, Nightmare Before Christmas? Not, not really. You named like all his bad movies. I did They're not. also going to talk about his good movies like Ed Wood and Mars Attacks. Oh, yeah. uh, my issue with this is that I Tim Burton had some really good movies I there's no denying that I was a huge Tim Burton fan for a long time um, I still really love some of those movies my interest in documentaries really only extends to how much I like a person at the time that I'm watching the documentary though I, honestly there are just other documentaries I'd rather see and I also am not a huge I understand that you have to you have to include Johnny Depp if you're talking about Tim Burton and I get yeah. it but I'm not a huge Johnny Depp fan either so this is just like a lose-lose for me except Danny DeVito's cool why you hate Johnny Depp what cuz what the poor man he had a woman shit in his bed cat. <laughs> he started it <laughs> You don't shit in somebody. You don't ever shit on a bed. No, I don't care what he started. You don't shit in a man's bed. I would shit in Johnny Depp's bed if I had the chance. Here's the thing about it is that those two deserve each other, I think. Like, that whole thing is just a fucking mess. And I'm tired about... I'm, I'm tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of hearing about him. Uh, he won that when, whole what? trial, and I'm convinced he won it just because she shit in his bed. That was it. They, she, they found out, that jury found out she shit in his bed, and they went, I don't give a fuck. He gets at least $10 million. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch this. Like, uh, this is fucking awesome to me. 
I love finding out more stuff about movies that I love and you know like say what you want about his filmography now like those are great movies that he's had and I'd love to find out more about Edward Scissorhands I love Edward Scissorhands and the I mean I don't know like it's a four-part documentary series you know how deep are they gonna go you know yeah yeah, well, um, four parts, that's pretty deep, man. Yeah, but he's got a lot of movies. Yeah. You know, yeah. plus I assume they're going to cover other shit about, like, his personal life and stuff. That's usually what they do in a documentary. Well, if, if you, that's that's kind of nice of the series. I like that. Because you could skip over some. Like, if you know, if you're only interested in the movies, you don't want to hear that, you skip over that one. Yeah. I mean, but, I, you know, it's been a long time since he's made a movie that I really gave a shit about. All right. Well, um... I don't hate it like Cat does, though. Jeez, she's over here picking on Johnny Depp because of it, and the man that he didn't even make it. Uh, no, I'm picking on Johnny Depp because of Johnny Depp's filmography. There's some overlap, but it's a separate issue. There is, <laughs> there is a bit of overlap, but Johnny Depp also been in some really good movies, Cat. No, but when was the last one though? Is kind of my know. point. He was in Ed Wood. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> he was in Donnie Brasco. That was a good movie. What? No. Well, speaking of movies you guys care about, Beetlejuice 2. No, oh, fuck. There's some set photos that uh, were released, and it's of Winona Ryder. She is in character as Lydia Dietz. And, you know, it, there's not much in there. I kind of got excited when I seen it, but it's really just her sitting in a car. It's literally all that it is. And... It's a picture of her in the car from outside the car. <laughs> so, you know, you can't really. Like, right. It's, it's, uh, she looks For good. the record, this movie hasn't even done filming yet, and I'm already sick of fucking hearing about it. Oh my God, man. I don't give a shit. I don't care. It, and this is going to be nonstop. This is going to be the fucking Rob Zombies, the monsters all over again. We're going to get a new picture every week. Who gives a shit? breaks my heart every time you guys do this it breaks my heart man it's beetlejuice i cannot believe the blasphemy i am hearing you know what this movie's gonna be fucking great i like that i mean look you might be right you said the same thing about the monsters and when i finally saw the movie i thought it was really good and i also said that about terrifier too and i was right about that as well no you were super off the mark on that one that movie sucked hmm. i've watched that some bitch four times i know <laughs> That's funny you've seen it that many times. I know, it's like 10 fucking hours of my life. I haven't even seen it that many times. <laughs> Jesus. Um, That's it. That's all I got for news. Mm. Do I have to hit my button Does that now? mean it's... Yep. All right. Time for the button. Crazy idiot! Get the fuck out of here! Fuck you! Okay, go back to turning tricks and old folk and you'll oh, fade in the ass! The Gobbagooly Mystery Corner where our wonderful listeners... And Will, don't get involved in this, man. But our wonderful listeners sent, sent in anonymous Italian memes for no other purpose than to for me to react on the show. And uh, the, we explain them on the show. The images go up on Patreon for our patrons to see. Uh, we have a very special Gobble Mystery Corner this week. It's okay. a video. And I want to oh, point out... Yeah, it's a it's a video from Twitter, and I just want to say this before I send it. It is going to have an account linked to it. Uh, that account is the original poster. 
It is not the person that sent it to me. Uh, don't don't go harassing the <laughs> poster. I mean, you can if you want, but not for this. Um, all right. Well, I, I thought when you said it was very special, I was like, well, Kat, they're all special. They are you're all right. special. This one's special in a different way. Yeah, you're right. Holy shit. One. Well, yeah. the person that posted this has 591,000 followers. Yeah. <laughs> so... I wish this was the person who fucking <laughs> who was interacting with the show. That would be great. All right. right. Angel hair pasta going into a blender. The caption of this video is Italians going to lose it when they see this. And it's dried up angel hair pasta going into a blender. Pop on the lid, you turn it on. She grinded it down to mush. Oh, it looks like sand. I've, I've seen this. Who the fuck? Somebody sent this to me. I'm looking through my notifications. Uh, before you find who sent it to you, I just want to uh, throw out this is special for another reason. This is another one that was sent to me multiple times. Oh, shit. We well, I know one of them who did it. Listeners who thought that you needed to see this. Wonderful. They're, they have a pile that look, looks like sand. That's so fucking stupid. That they made yeah. out of this blended up pasta she puts an egg in the middle and cooks it together oh yeah i remember what happens here yeah she's making fresh pasta she's putting the eggs in there one by one <laughs> mushing it up together rolls it into a ball flattens it out cuts it with a pizza cutter <laughs> to make fettuccine I don't. Well, I don't. Fucking lost it. It's fucking gross. It's so it stupid. It looks disgusting. It's like, it's, it's, first of all, it's not fresh pasta. If you just grind up old pasta, no, right? It looks like wet sand, yeah. shaped longly. It looks. They look like in the way it's shaped. It looks like long French fries or something. <laughs> so yeah, and she's looking. dropping them in boiling water. Oh, that looks gross. <laughs> oh, they look like wet, cut-up potatoes. And she dropped some marinara sauce on it. Does she eat it at the end? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> she does? Mm -hmm. Oh! Oh, yeah. She talks about how delicious and fresh it tastes. <laughs> Lady, you are a trooper for eating that. Even for the memes, like you're gonna go as far as making the dish, all right, whatever. But you're gonna eat it, you know. You got some balls on you. This is disgusting. This is gross. I don't like it. Yeah, it was, that was pretty gross. <laughs> it's uh, stupid. What the hell, man? Somehow she feels like what she created was better than the original angel hair pasta that she had. That's the part that really gets me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like it's so much extra work, and it there's no way it's better than just eating the angel <laughs> right? hair pasta, right? That's gross. Oh, man. So, but now we all know how to make fresh pasta. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think that's how you make fresh pasta. Just like Grandma Bones used to make, right? I, well, my grandmother <laughs> is known for not being able to cook. Oh, really? So actually, possibly. <laughs> she will come right out and tell you. Wait a minute. There is not an Italian grandmother on the face of this earth that doesn't know how to cook. Well, my grandmother is not 100%. She does have some other in her. But oh, I see. Not only that, my grandfather actually 
like when we made pasta and say he did it was he did the sauce oh man yeah so, so he she, he was he made the gravy yeah it's not gravy so gravy is brown sauce is red i'm saying in the godfather when they're making a big old pot of uh, sauce there he calls it the gravy well they, he was wrong i don't care right. yes i said it all right. Well, I, I like that a lot. That was actually made me uh, made me quite happy to, to see that. And you know what else makes me happy? What? The Tony, Tony Danza, Danza fun fact of the week. Are you, you guys said... ready? No. No, I'm not ready. You said you weren't going to do it again. No, we had a listener write in and say it's their favorite segment. We did. I ignored that tweet intentionally. We did. We did. Well, get a you tweet. can ignore what's coming at you, but we don't do that to our listeners here. That's right. That's right. Radio. It is. Uh, it is their favorite. Uh, their favorite segment, and uh, you know. But but just just this one more. Just this one. All right? You've been saying that for three, or like a month. For the now. listeners. Yeah, like for me. the listeners, we're gonna do you know just one more till next week. All right. But, but no, not till next week. No more. Right till next week. Okay. Here we go. In 1998, Tony Danza was nominated for an Emmy Award for guest starring on The Practice. Oh, who cares? And you go, well, I bet Tony Danza cares. He got nominated for an Emmy Award. That's a big win. deal. He didn't win. It's a guest star. No, no more. And so anonymously, this was sent to us. Oh, you fuck, gotta forgive me. <laughs> Allie, 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 Allie. We, we don't know that it was Allie. It, came, it comes in anonymously. Huge so. clown penis. Allie. <laughs> no more. Um, and then we also, this ties in nicely with what we've been uh, talking about all week this week. What? Uh, we, were sent, we were sent this as well. Wait, oh, wow. What? I already got the another one? Nope. Another one. Another one. <sighs> mm. But no more until next week. <laughs> Pony Danza shows Dead by Daylight who's the boss and it's an art picture of Tony Danza looking all bloody and bur- <laughs> imagine if they put Tony Danza in Dead by Daylight that'd be awesome no it wouldn't be yeah. <laughs> no like you'd have to play as Tony Danza right no I would not <laughs> the patron saint of Italian Americans and if I was playing killer, if I came across a Tony Danza, I will face camp them on hook. You would get you your ass try. kicked. He used to be a Golden Gloves boxer, remember? That I was a care. fun fact we had. No more Tony Danza stuff. You said well, it was going to be it, and we continue. Like, why? You're right. No more until next week. I hear you saying till until next week. No, no more. Even <laughs> at none. No more after this week. Well, right till next week. It's we have listeners that that really like this. I don't care. You don't want us to lose listeners, do you? Yeah, we yes. always do what the listeners want. If if a listener, if the best part of your week is listening to Tony Danza, God damn it, man! You need to do some more shit throughout the week. You know what I always say, Mikey? Yeah, the listener's always right. Oh, you always say that. I've always said that. Yes, uh, always said that. <laughs> remember when we had listeners on from Murder Madness? Uh, they were dumb. Oh, oh. <laughs> those, those were dumb listeners. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing: is once you step onto the show, uh, you become a participant, and that's right. different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, this is 
horror related in only the slightest, but I'm very excited about it. So I wanted, we're going to, a piece of news just came across my Twitter feed. Oh, okay. Um, Horror related in very, very slightest of ways, but I'm very excited about it. Um, There's a 30th anniversary 4K Blu-ray coming out of So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, yay, fun. Yes, it is the 30th anniversary of the movie. And it is going to be out in July, but I don't see a date. I also don't see a link here to pre-order, you sons of bitches. <laughs> That's cool, though. Um, that is cool. Love that movie. All right. Well, um, you're not skipping over the Huckleberry Humphrey Hillbilly Hoedown, because we do have one of those this week. All right. Similar to the Gobble Mystery Corner, where we uh, celebrate Rob's move down south and becoming a redneck. <laughs> no offense to our southern listeners. Uh, there you go, Rob. As the Gabagoli Mystery Corner meme is described. Yeah. The meme is described on the show, posted on the Patreon. Well, this is just a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, quite honestly, you know, uh, this will help you get your yard work done faster. Oh. It is, um. An invention uh, here that is referred to as the mower cycle. <laughs> and uh, they are claiming that it is redneck engineering at its finest. I don't know about that. This we is have not seen more some amazing redneck couch. engineering. Oh, no, that couch was top tier. Yeah. I was really on board with the mower cycle at first, but I have some safety concerns upon further thought. Okay, well. First of all, Kat, if you're going <laughs> to... I just... That is not... Safety concerns are not something that rednecks worry about at all. All right. No. All right. A man with a cast on his leg fucking moved a couch on his roof, yeah. man. Just so he could sit on the roof and drink beer on a couch. It reclined. Yeah. So, you know, safety, not not top priority. Um, But anyway, the mower cycle, what it is, it's a, it's a bicycle... With the front tire removed, and it looks like one of those old, like, push mower things, right? Like, uh, is that well, what they're the called? Spinning blade, the, the rotating blade. Yeah, not not, not like a push mower, like a regular lawnmower, but like one of the old-timey ones with the two wheels on the side and the blades that spin around in the middle, like a manual lawnmower, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that is uh, replacing the front tire <laughs> of, the, of the bicycle. So then you can just get on the bicycle, uh, pedal your ass around, and in theory, I guess, cut the grass. Uh, it <laughs> seems like it would work. It seems ingenious, and it would save you some time. And you could probably drink a beer while you're doing it. <laughs> I have some safety concerns. <laughs> what What are these safety concerns, Kat? Uh, do, do you remember the uh, scene from Sinister? Can you imagine yeah. if that were powered by a bike? Kids are scary with bikes. I don't I don't like having spinning blades brought into this equation. Well, I don't think you let a kid do it. Well, I think yeah. just if it's around, a kid is going to get to it, you know? I mean... Unless I think, you put it on the roof with the couch. Listen, Kat, <laughs> if, if my kids don't get to my guns, they're not going to get to my mower cycle, all right? <laughs> I assume the kids have the guns also. <laughs> yeah, they're There's a real kids. ricochet they got the risk off of the yeah. mower cycle. Yeah, but I think uh, as far as, like, I, I do, I think this is a good idea, and we've talked about this before on the show, that 
Uh, redneck ingenuity is a marvel sometimes. Um, what I like about this is it has a purpose. Whereas a lot of the redneck stuff that we see doesn't really seem to have a purpose other than, hey, I think I can do this, hold my beer. <laughs> um, this one seems to really, it, it does seem to serve a purpose. Now, um, I don't know how well those kind of lawnmowers work, so I don't know what kind of grass cut you're going to get with this thing. Yeah, circle around a couple times, man. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, though, I, I again, I don't think it's uh, the finest redneck engineering, as it claims, uh, because I think we've seen better, but I do think it's a really good idea. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, I, I, I like that, the mower cycle. There you go. Yeah. Rednecks, help him make the world a better place. Yeah. Just like Tony Danza. Mm. I don't, Mike, he brings so much happiness to so many people, and you treat him like that all the time. I don't understand. I don't treat him like anything. He's just Tony Danza. It's not, he, he's not a, a patron saint of Italian. Like, it, it, he's just fucking Tony Danza. A patron saint of Italian Americans, right. He's no more of a patron saint for Italian Americans than I am or any other Italian dude. It's, no, it's not real. You just know, know it annoys that. me, so you do this. This thing. It seems irrational, just like Cat's treatment of Mr. Johnny Depp. No more next week. All right? That's right. No more till next week, right? No. <sighs> I'm not kidding, Mikey. I'm done this week. We got nothing else. But going forward, no more. No more for the rest of the show. Okay. I, I, I really feel like you're missing the point here. Ah. <sighs> No, I think we're in the, we're on the same page. Don't worry about it. Huh, yeah. We're doing great, right? Yeah. Yeah. And where are my balls? Uh all right. That is it for the Gobbagoli Mystery Corner. Ooh. It's it for Hillbilly Humphreys, Hillbilly Huckleberry, whatever the fuck we're doing over. I don't know what's going on here anymore. I'm drinking fucking tequila and orange soda. I know. I'm on my second one, almost through my second one of these cheer wine ales and hmm, I ain't feeling too bad. As long as it does the job, right? That's right. I can still feel my teeth, so we're not quite there, but... Oh. (laughs) Well, thank God for that. Uh, We will be right... We're going to take a quick break, and and we will be right back with this week's movie. Someone else say it. I'm going to butcher it. Gone... Gone... Hold on. I I pulled it up on a thing. Hold on. I pulled it up on a website that pronounced shit for you. Oh, look at you being smart. Um, but Well, I'm not that smart because I closed it. Oh, right. <laughs> I also don't think the website had it right, but... How the hell would you know? is what the website says. All right. That feels like right. it's not right. That feels like somebody just sounded it out, but... Um, Gongium Haunted Asylum. Okay. I'm going to start a pronunciation website where I just spell stuff out wrong. <laughs> right? I mean, that's what it sounds like. Somebody just went, oh, yeah, that looks like Gongium. Like, they don't fucking know, right? Yeah. And I feel like that's not how it's pronounced, but... <laughs> All right, <clears throat> Rob. Yes, sir. This was your pick. It was. You know how I feel. You, you keep saying it's a banger. You know how I feel about foreign movies most of the time. But the really good ones you like, so. Subtitle movies. You know how I feel about them most of the time. Tell us why you 
presented this. This was your pick. You could have picked any movie in the world. Why this one? Well, I had a list, All as right. I mentioned. It was like whatever I said, 22, 23 movies long. And initially, I wanted to do Death Proof. Couldn't find Death Proof streaming for free. Got irritated, said, you know what? Fuck that movie. We'll do something else. I was looking at the list, and I was like, this one's a really good movie, and everyone's going to like it. So I picked it. Does anyone want to go first on initial thoughts? Yeah, I think it's a banger. Yeah, we've, we've been over that. You got anything <laughs> else to say about it? No, just a bang. <laughs> All right. This is more of a banger than The Burning. Can we all agree on that at least? What did I give The Burning? No, it, no. Um, what? Mm, <sighs> okay. <clears throat> this movie. Honestly, the first like twenty five minutes felt like two hours. And oh come on, what are you oh, talking I, about? Absolutely, I did You're not crazy. Like, I love far. Uh, uh, I love found footage movies. I stick up for them a lot. I know there's a lot of bullshit out there for them, which I trust me, I get it. But the good ones, I stick stick up for a lot. And there's something about this one that just. Does not fucking do it. You're insane. What? <laughs> I no. I yes. Listen, no. If there, if you wanted to make a case that this is not as strong as some other Asian horror films or some other Korean horror films, I would maybe give that to you. But you can't line this up against found footage and say that it's lacking. I yeah, I can say it's not done right. It, no, I, I'm talking can't. about the beginning <laughs> right now. Yes, I can't. The beginning. You can say it, but you'll be wrong. It Absolutely takes less not. than 20 minutes, Mikey, for them to introduce all the characters, set up the world so we understand what happens and be on their way into the haunted asylum. That's less yeah. than 20 no. minutes. They knock all that out. And it could have been even less. They, they had Bullshit. this. Absolutely not. They had this. They started off with the kids and in, in the haunted. If anyone hasn't seen it, any new listeners we're gonna spoil the shit out of this like starting right now so <laughs> that it's just discussion talk so you're gonna get spoiled if you haven't seen it but in found footage movies typically like I, I didn't need this much time with these characters and again that goes into me not being able to understand what they're saying and they're trying to have like that the first meeting that they have in that restaurant, whatever it was, mm -hmm. fine, cool. What? No, no issues with that. They did what they were supposed to do. Got it. Whatever. Then you go to another situation, another scene where they're sitting down and you're like, I didn't need that. You pretty much did the same thing you did in the first one, except you just tried to show us them having fun. And that the foreign movies... Their body language, their expressions, their, you know, their their tones, we can't grasp fully. You know what I mean? We so absolutely it's, can. I disagree with that in this movie. We've had this discussion before. I think in this movie, every performance is amazing, and I don't understand. It's not the body language and stuff that I don't understand. It's when they're talking, I can read the words that they're saying, but it's hard to understand, like, the... Uh, the emphasis behind it, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
the the subtext of what they're saying is sometimes yeah. lost. Yes. But I think they do such a great job with the performances in this movie that I know exactly what these characters are thinking and what they mean when they're saying what they're saying. I, I think the performances are the strongest part of this movie. I See, I'm in a weird space with this movie. It, it's like two different movies. About an hour in, the uh, prior to the first hour of this movie, hour-ish of this movie, the acting was awful. And then you get to this, the, the last, like, what, I, I forget exactly how long the movie is, but you get to that point of, uh, of the last 35 minutes or so, the acting's great. And I, I, that's what annoyed me so fucking much, man, because I'm see, like, I, dude. I don't see that at all. I think the acting is great from the get-go. I, I, you, you're just having people, you know, pretend to have fun. Like, that, that's what the scene I was talking about was. And, like, I don't need that. Like, it's a found footage movie. I know a lot of these people are going to die. and I, I... Right, and that's what makes it great. We get to see them having fun before we see them tortured by this haunted asylum. I, the first thing when they got to that second scene that I was that I'm talking about. Are you talking about at the lake? No, I'm talking about when they are sitting and they give you the shot of like the the cheers thing they're doing and oh you know, okay the, yeah, that. I I didn't need that. But the the scene that came to mind for me was the Blair Witch Project, and they had that little scene that I think it was the hotel or you know whatever. And, you know, they had that little party. They're having fun. And it was quick. I didn't need, I don't know. It, it just felt like way too much. It, it dragged on for me. And I don't know why. I mean, I guess I could see you thinking that that, that part went on a little long. But I just didn't still, they it. got into the haunted asylum within 20 minutes. They, and that, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm just going through my notes. I do have nice things to say about this movie, but. Like and this stuck out to me again. It, you guys poke at me for one thing, pissing me off, and here the fuck it is that the whole situation of them having to hike to where the hell they're going on this annoyed me. Why? Why? Because and then we had another scene that we didn't need of them hiking through the woods, and that's another one where I felt like the acting was the, the acting was not good there to me at all. What, because what, wait, the the what? scene of them hiking through the woods to the asylum. Yes. Of course that was needed. That set up the whole thing with, like, they found the granny panties and everything. But it wasn't... Where, it comes where, back later in the movie. But why can't you just drive there? They get to the asylum, and there's a cop car. Someone's driving around there. Right, but they're not supposed to be there, so they have to sneak in. So they have to sneak in from the back. <sighs> that 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 seemed like a lot to me. Like, all that equipment, there is no way... You're going to hike all that electrical equipment. That tent itself was huge. I don't. And, and again, the acting throughout that, I, they were trying to portray that, you know, they're struggling. They got to carry, carry all this heavy shit. Like, I get it. But it looked like. I, I It didn't it didn't come across as that. It looked like they were bad actors trying to act exhausted and tired. And then again, that's not so as much of a knock as it seems because like i said i i will admit fully the acting in the last 35 or so minutes of this movie was great and it annoyed me even more when i got there and i'm like damn man what the fuck happened that that there that's how i feel i don't know what to do with you right now <laughs> i'm dead serious man 
I watched this, and um, as I was watching it, it occurred to me that they had a great setup with the live stream thing. It was great, a great setup for a found footage movie, and it's something we've seen. I mean, it's not completely brand new, but this occurred to me while watching this, and that is, would Halloween, Halloween Resurrection have been a good movie if it was found footage? Uh, I have an answer to this, and it's no. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, but it would have been a better movie if it were found footage and i think it would have been a and we've talked about this before it would have been a better movie if it were not a halloween movie because i think that's too late in the franchise to just suddenly do a found footage film but i do think in in the grand scale of possible outcomes for uh for that movie i do think that found footage would have been like if you're going to have the dumb premise that late in halloween Commit to it. Do the found footage, right? Like, yeah, because, I mean, when you think about the setup for this movie or Deadstream, which I also loved. Oh, you did watch really... Deadstream? Huh? Oh, no, you told me about Deadstream. I told somebody else to watch it. My bad. Oh, yeah, Deadstream's great. Yeah, you told me to watch it. Right, right, right. And the setup to this and Deadstream are kind of are, are similar to the one from Halloween Resurrection, where it's a live yeah. stream of people staying overnight in a haunted place, right? But I really like this movie, and I really like Deadstream, and I hate Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> so Halloween like, what if it was found that. footage? It's good regardless. And found footage without Busta Rhymes, even. It needed Busta Rhymes. Or you wouldn't have got Trick or Treat, motherfucker. We didn't need Trick or Treat, motherfucker. What we got, we didn't know we needed it. But now we all no, know we No, we just do. didn't need it, <laughs> I think, was the whole... We're not going to do a tangent about Halloween Resurrection. I, I, I mean... It's the same premise for its time. You know, like, it. it's the same thing. I mean, yeah, it's not the found footage. Although it had its aspects of it Mikey? because they had the live cameras on them. Mikey? Yeah? Please tell me you like this more than Halloween Resurrection. Absolutely not. No, um, wait, not even near. Help. I. Not even There's close. no help. There's no help. I... This is why we can't have nice things. What did I give Resurrection? Something too high. I gave Resurrection an 8.5. Sorry for the spoiler. This movie's okay. not getting to What the 5. fuck? Why would you do that? <laughs> because it deserved it. Oh. oh, my God. All right. So, anyway, that just occurred to me as I was watching the movie today for the first time. I've seen this movie probably three or four times. So, But as I was watching it today, I was like, I wonder if Halloween Resurrection would have been a good movie if it had been found footage entirely. Because they do kind of play with that concept a little bit. Um, but then they, you know, refuse to go go in all the way on it. So that, uh, and the movie sucks. I'm not going to argue with you about it. You know what other movie would have been better if it were found footage? Shark Night. <laughs> <laughs> I I I was talking about. I was on. Um, I did an interview uh, recently where we were talking about found footage things and i brought up shark knight and no one knew what the fuck i was talking about lucky them yeah maybe they knew it better by the title shark knight 3d as it was released in theaters yeah that was the confusion i'm sure i'm sure it was 3d don't make the movie better i can tell you that right now (laughs) it might have we'll never know (laughs) all right so clearly mikey's wrong about this movie yeah Uh, i don't even know i i don't i don't know how to talk to mikey right now i know i know i See, I try to do something nice for him, and this is what I get. I can, you can point to Grave Encounters, too, man. Grave Encounters, you know. Yeah, but Grave Encounters isn't as good as this. Grave Encounters is better I than saw, this. 
Okay. No. Oh, oh God. He's damn not. It, Mikey. Yep. yep. I said it. Mikey just took the wind out of my sails with this. While I was looking for reviews, I don't think I saved any of the Grave Encounters ones. There were a lot of people that called this discount Grave Encounters. Yeah. And I got personally offended. But it's it's because this it's is not better. discount Grave Encounters. This is like this, top tier Grave yeah, Encounters. This, it's like <laughs> Grave Encounters 2.0. Like right. This, this is like Grave Encounters, the designer brand. Yeah. I want to point out too. I'm glad we're talking about Grave Encounters. This movie. Gunjam, I, I'm I'm sorry, I just don't know how to say it. <laughs> Haunted Asylum had a 2.2 million dollar budget. Grave Encounters had a hundred and twenty thousand dollars in. Uh, well, the, I guess they weren't released too far apart, but still, come on, give me a break. Uh, uh-uh. uh, Grave Encounters all day for me. No, Grave Encounters is not as good as this. All right. We agree to disagree. Don't don't stab me to death like you did on Patreon. <laughs> uh, and by the way, you've you've offended all of our South Korean listeners. I'm sure. I'm not sure you didn't know what to say either. <laughs> uh, where'd you find the budget? Because I couldn't find the budget. Uh, Google. Okay, and the one place <laughs> I looked, I couldn't find it. Uh, I Google didn't found it. Uh, I didn't. I, Google is not the one place I looked. Well, there you go. But and that that's an and to to be fair too, I just as we started looking it up, uh, talking about it, I looked up the budget, and I didn't know that going in. I'm slightly more annoyed now knowing they had that much fucking money. That's right, well wild. I would uh, let me say this as I was watching it, um, or after I finished watching it, what I realized is this is probably a top. I would say without thinking too much about it, a top five found footage movie for me. Mm. Like, I don't know. I couldn't think of, top you know, five I mean, I would put, possibly for me top 10. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would put Blair, Witch maybe above this one. And I'm not sure Blair, Witch is a better movie. Blair, Witch is just such a seminal movie. Definitely a better movie. Um, and after that, I'm struggling. But I bet there. I mean, maybe Deadstream. What do you mean I you're really struggling? Like, I would probably put Deadstream above it. But... Yeah, I really like Deadstream a lot. Um, um, as above, so below, five. probably. Yeah, maybe that one. I haven't. I've only seen that once, and it was a long time ago. So I'd be hard pressed to put it there. But that it would be a contender because that was a good movie. Do you want to hear my uh, found footage movies off the top of my head that would knock this out of my top five, not in order? I'm sure I, will, I don't, but, but there's a risk of me punching you. Yeah, see, I'll that's the it. thing. I don't want to hear these movies, but you're going to tell me, I'm sure. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, definitely Blair Witch. Paranormal okay. Activity 1, Paranormal Punch. Activity 2, Punch. Paranormal nope. Activity 3. Punch. Nope. Uh, 3 Unfriended. is the closest of those because it's the best one. Unfriended. The Blair oh. Witch remake. I Wait, hold so, so now you're going too fast here. Okay, okay. I got to tell you how stupid you are about each pick. Fair enough. <laughs> um, unfriended, I I do like. Unfriended, unfriended was a little bit more cutting edge. I I will say, and I have said this a lot before, but we're gonna throw it here because it's going to come up uh, later in this episode as well. I think the problem with a lot of found footage movies is that they go just a little bit too far. Uh, in this case, it really is only like a couple shots. Uh, Unfriended was the same way. I, if you cut Unfriended off 60 seconds earlier, 
it's a fantastic movie. That last yeah. shot is so dumb. So unfriended so is unfriended is a very good movie though. I I do like that one. I I, I might give you that one, Mikey. Behind the la- the mask of Les- uh, the Leslie Vernon movie for sure is better. I don't that. really consider that found footage. Okay, that's fair. I mean, it it starts off like the first half is like a mockumentary style film, but then it switches to a narrative film. Um, creep, better than this. Creep is good. Creep I is good. I don't know that I would say creep is better, better than, this. than this. All right. Um. If you say oh. Creep 2, I'll lose my shit because that one's no. bad. No, best penis I've ever seen in the movie Creep 2 aside, but... What? X. <laughs> well, we don't know if that was a real penis or not. <laughs> All right. There was no question, this dude. <laughs> and we didn't get a good look at that one. This guy. Uh, Cloverfield? Go ahead, argue. No, Cloverfield is not better than this. Cat? You suck. There's no reason. <laughs> the problem The problem with Cloverfield is there's no reason they should reason they should be still filming. And I stand back. Why are you standing back? You're the one fighting, Rob, and I agree. I thought you liked Cloverfield. No. I don't, oh, what I I don't dislike of? Cloverfield, but it's not better than this. Oh, maybe it was yeah, wrong. No I remember you two argued a couple times. Oh, I don't like 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, oh well, the that's one that Rob and I fight about. Yeah, that's, okay, that's the one I was talking about. I just remembered you guys fought about it. All right, well. Yeah, but Cat's still wrong. 10 Cloverfield Lane's great. It's that's another it's not found footage, but it ironically, my problem with it is the same as many found footage movies in that it went one scene too long. <laughs> if you had cut it out, if you had chopped out that last scene, I would have had a lot more appreciation for 10 Cloverfield Lane. I, I see what you're saying, but I still like the last scene. Like, I like that last part. I it's just they had such a good psychological thing going on and then they they fucked it up. You know, I, I, I can see that, but I, I still like the last part. I, I think you're wrong. I think it's a good movie. It could have been. <laughs> Those are just, you know, movies that. Uh, All right. Well, no, you're happen. wrong. This is a top five found footage movie for sure. I put the gallows before this thing. I haven't seen the gallows. I, so I, I have no comment. I don't know how to talk to you about this movie, Mikey. You're I'm dead serious. Here's what I think about this movie is that. I will be the first to admit there's not anything new happening here. No. Um, the concept of it being a live stream has been done before. Yep. Uh, going into a haunted location has been done before. The, hey, we set up these scares to trick them, and then real shit starts happening has been done. All of that has been done before. We've seen it countless number of times, but it's never all been done this well, I think. is the, They just execute everything so much better than what we're used to seeing in this movie. The reason for them staying in the movie makes no in in the asylum makes no sense. It doesn't matter what the reason is for staying there because they're not going to be able to get out anyway. <laughs> yes, it does. I mean, I, yeah, they they don't know they can't get out yet. Oh, like it was the most ridiculous thing. It's like okay, we've been airing the stream that now has a million people, and we need to get our money. We're not going to get any money if dude, if the ads have already aired. You've already you're going to get paid for like that. Annoyed me. I'm like, really, the reason you can't leave is. You need more commercial breaks than you already have. I don't think that I don't think that's the case. I think the idea was they would get ads in replays, but they get they wouldn't get ads in that. What they got already? I don't fucking know. I'm just <laughs> I'm telling you they will. If we made if we cut off that Matthew Cote interview and just aired half of it, 
I mean, we're not making anything on it. But if we if we had enough views to where we were and our channel was that strong on YouTube that we don't use at all anyway, that's how that worked. We would air what we have and still get the ads from that. Like, it, and it, it right. may well, sound... Well, you're thinking way too fucking much about no. it because that didn't even really occur to me. Also, here's the thing. I... You're both a little bit right because, like, that is not how ads work. But also, the excuse was fake. It was the guy trying to keep them there so he could get more money. It had very little to do with, like, how ads work. It's how he could convince them ads work, you know? They like, the whole they thing was nothing. a bogus excuse anyway. Yeah, but he was trying to bully them into staying in the asylum. Like, of course uh, he would say right. they get nothing. And also, uh. the guy who was bullying them to stay there seemed to be the one who was paying them because the other guy said they wanted more money in order to stay. The, their motivation to stay was money. Yeah, if they violated their contract, it was very possible that they specifically would not get any of that ad money. Yeah, and the girls did try to leave, and then they found out that they can't fucking get out anyway. But that's even more of a reason to, for him to say, all right, fuck you, leave. I'm voiding your contract, and you don't get shit, and I get everything. You know, like, I, and again, it may sound stupid, but that, like, that's a motive to stay like in paranormal activity. We, we talked about several times. Why are they still in the house? Why can't you go to somebody else? You should leave. Why would you stay? Like you, your, your reason for them staying is ridiculous. Maybe the people in the house, they don't want to get nothing. Okay. Understood. But they were ready to go. He's threatening them to stay. And that, that, that uh, just annoyed me. I listen. I don't want to talk to you about motivation for staying but with the <laughs> with the example being paranormal activity. She stayed in that fucking relationship for weeks. Like, what the fuck? But you're talking about somebody who has nowhere to go. And we agreed. She's like, I would have left. I would have went. She could have and... gone and stayed with her friend. There was literally another she option could've. for her. She could have. But at least but she's not being forced to stay. And he could have thrown her out because she wouldn't make a sex tape. We're not talking about this, but the point she wanted to stay that was on her. It was stupid, but like the, the whole there was no threatening that she can't leave. Like she could have left at any point she wanted, she just chose not to. This guy's like, I, the whole premise of why he needs them to stay, there's no urgency. So, if what you're telling me is that if they had just all decided that they wanted to stay in the asylum, you would have liked the movie better. It would have, yeah, because it wouldn't have had something oh, where it's like, I mean, you guys want to do that. That's How many found footage movies have we seen where they're saying, like, they're, that's the, other than them still holding the camera, that's the biggest issue with, paranormal, uh, with um, found footage movies. But I think money's a great reason to want for them to want to stay. The, but they were ready to go, the two dudes in there. And the, girl, the two girls left. Yeah, but then they found out they could get more money if they stayed. He said he would give them 20% more. That's more money. That's a motivator for some people to stay. Right. But his whole threat for them to like, oh, you can't leave or we get nothing and da da da. Like, it's like, dude, that doesn't make any sense. But maybe he wasn't saying that, that they get, maybe he was saying you get nothing. Right. It, it, so the way I kind of see it was, it was his channel or his company or whatever the fuck he's paying them out of the money that he makes so he's saying look you've got a deal if you leave you get shit but then say that say hey i'm paying you if you leave you got a contract say make it make sense don't give me a lazy like that that made no sense 
and that annoyed the hell out of me. Again, maybe it's me, but like, don't give me something that makes no sense. You said the hiking was the one thing, but I think this is the one thing. It could be the one. This annoyed me. Well, I don't know. The hiking really annoyed the shit out of me. The hiking makes no sense for you to be mad about, by the way. Who the hell? That's all perfectly move, logical. Who's going to move all that equipment? Do you know how long it would take to move all that equipment? They, they don't have a choice. They can't get closer. The road is where the road is. The asylum is where the asylum is. There was a cop car there. There's roads there. Yeah, but the cop car could get through the barricade. They couldn't. You're going to go, instead of moving a barricade, which would take one person getting out of a car for two seconds, you're going to move all that shit. But they weren't supposed to be there. That was uh, the whole thing. That's why there's a barricade, because people aren't supposed to be there. So if you move the barricade and park your car out front, people are going to see it. They're going to see a giant tent with all these electronics lighting up in it, too. In the middle not back of the in the woods, they're not. He was right there. No, he was back in the woods a little ways. Uh, That's why they had to hike in. It didn't make any sense. If I notice, if I'm patrolling that area and I see a giant tent with fucking LED lights coming out of it, I'm a look. It's in Kat, the woods. were you, you confused by it. the hiking? No, I. Okay. It's a Thank very you. normal thing to establish the isolation horror. First of all, and second of all, this is a real location that you are not allowed to be in. Like. Uh, it's based off of a real thing. The road is where the road is. Yeah. yeah. But the Although road is will... right next to the asylum. But you're not allowed there. to be on that road. It's closed off. Yeah. In fun facts, um, I will. I don't believe that this asylum is, exists anymore. I believe it's been torn no, down. I think they tore it down. Yeah. I don't know. But man, it was at this time a real right. place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, those exteriors are really the asylum that they, they got. Um, I don't know that that that's where I'm at with it. All right, I don't I don't know how to make you happy. There's no making him happy. I guess not. You can't um, make me happy. So from what I took away from this, they hired to hire three new people um, to help them out uh, on this particular, you know, ghost hunt or whatever the fuck. And so uh, they took applications. Do you think it was coincidence that all three applicants that they hired were cute girls? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a coincidence at all. They called it a group date. And, or, right? all, I mean. <laughs> and as an HR professional, I can tell you that's inappropriate. Uh, uh, Leah, do you want to comment on this? <laughs> no, I can tell you Let it's inappropriate. Know. I'll tell you all why, right. because what HR does is they take, they say no fun ever. That's what we uh, do. Okay. And no one's allowed to have fun. Being mean to Leah again. I'm just saying, I'm not even trying to be mean to Leah. I'm just saying, you know, like, have you seen Mad Men? Back in the day, people used to drink at work. You smack your secretary on the ass. It was a good time for everybody. Now nobody's allowed to have any fun. Everybody? Did you see Mad Men? Because Joan will <laughs> fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually watched one episode of Mad Men, and I went, this show fucking sucks, and I didn't watch it again. <laughs> Okay, um, 
another thing that annoyed me. We're gonna, we're, we're I'm, I'm, newsflash, there's gonna be a good amount of shit that annoys me before we get to anything good on my nose. This is like Mikey's so. airing of the grievances all of a sudden. Honestly, that's gonna, this is gonna be the whole episode, because my brain's just broken trying to keep up with these arguments. They make no goddamn sense to me. And I took very few notes, because I, I no was, I, this was a situation where I got wrapped up in the movie. Yeah, I wrote down stopped. a portnoy, and then I lost it. Yeah, I kind of stopped taking notes. I mean, this, I, I am, I'm astonished that Mikey didn't like this movie. I knew he was going to complain, and I knew that there was going to be, I knew he was going to rate it lower than it deserved, just kind of out of spite because he was irritated by the name of this. I yeah. did not think there were going to be this many problems, and apparently there are more on the way. The name had nothing to do with it. I know Mikey doesn't believe me, but I genuinely was trying <laughs> to pick a movie I thought everyone would like. You missed the assignment, is what you did, if that's what you were trying to do. I think I got it two-thirds right. Uh... And honestly, that's impressive, because sometimes even on rewatches, you don't like the movies you pick. That is true. Sometimes I'll be like, this movie's great, and then I rewatch it, and I went, oh, that sucked. The guy in the tent annoyed me a lot, too, just on the base of the fact of he could have got his ass in there a little bit. He was the character I identified with the most. Yeah, if your job is to sit in the... I'm with Rob on this one. If your job is to fucking sit in the tent, why would you voluntarily go in there? Not even voluntarily. I'd refuse. I'd be like, man, no, get your ass in here, man. No fucking we're in here doing all this. You can come in for a little bit. Shit. Yeah, but if you're inside of the asylum trying to get me to go, uh, you can't. <laughs> I'm already outside. And, and yet he expects them to stay. Uh-uh. Get your ass yeah. in there and do something. I couldn't believe it. That dirty He's bastard. He's got to get paid, Mikey. Nah. That was actually one of my favorite aspects of the movie because, uh, once again, we have a Korean horror film just, like, blatantly poking fun at capitalism, and I yeah. love it. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> it worked. I got... You know who has to do all the shitty work? Me, not my fucking boss. <laughs> and if Rob got his boss to be like, hey, get in here in this haunted asylum, Rob's boss correctly would say, no, fuck you. Exactly. You do this, or I'm not giving you any of this money I made off of you doing this. Right. Yeah. It's capitalism at its finest. I'd yeah. be damned if I'm in there fucking about to die and you're going to be out in a cozy fucking tent. I think I've seen a heater in there, too. You're out there in a cozy tent, and you're yelling at me? Uh. I think if Slasher Radio went on one of these hunts, this is exactly how it would play out. <laughs> yeah, it would be. I ain't going out there. Yeah, That's why I didn't push you too hard to play Phasmophobia, because I know it just ended with you sitting in the fucking truck the whole time and us in the house dying. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds right. <laughs> yeah, it's, when, it's, it's what this guy did. You sit in the truck and stare <laughs> at the fucking, yeah people on there all the time. They sit their ass in the truck and complain. They made me think of it. I'm like, man, get your ass in the house. Uh, the wigs annoyed me. What wigs? The the hair that they kept they kept finding hair, which is weird. It dropped from the ceiling. Oh and, yeah. And they didn't even investigate that. They just like that was just there, and they moved on. They, I mean, that could be a fucking body, dude, or something like. Kids, people went missing in there. Maybe you should, like, they, you're in there to investigate. Fucking figure. They just ignored it. Like, oh, okay, there's dead body up there. Let's just keep it moving. And then they did it again in the water, which, I mean, I, I, those were setups because, you know, the, the whole premise, let, let me see, for people, because this, I mean, I don't know how wide known this movie is. I never heard of it before. 
Uh, the premise of this movie is a crew of horror web series uh, travels to an abandoned asylum for a live broadcast. It soon encounters... Okay, well, this isn't the same description I read. Pretty much Brave Encounter style. They're trying to set up some shit to make it look interesting, and shit goes down for real. Uh, so I get that aspect is there. And maybe that's part of why I didn't enjoy the acting, even throughout part of the asylum, um, I, I guess their time in there. Because I, I guess it makes sense as far as the movie's going, because, you know, they know some of it's bullshit, so they're not really acting. But, like, I don't know, that took me out of it a little bit. And I guess that's how I thought they were really acting. And then, again, they, they did turn it up when you know shit started going down whatever and i'll admit it makes a little sense going in but like i don't want to see bad acting like if they're gonna do that i wish they would have maybe went as much you hated halloween resurrection style where you know they leaned into how bullshit it was slightly does that make any sense i understand the words that you're saying but you're wrong so yeah you can't tell me them acting scared throughout the first half of them being in that asylum was good I think it was fine. Mm. I feel like you're saying the opposite of what I said, um, which is I said Halloween Resurrection would be better if it was more like this movie, and you just said this movie would be better if it was more like Halloween Resurrection. Not the movie as a whole, just, you know, that aspect of it. Because, you know, they they were jump-scaring each other in Halloween and fucking around, and like they kind of leaned into that a little bit. To where it's yeah. like, okay, this is, you know, bullshit, and we're in here, and we got to make it look real for whatever stream, and, you know, like, I don't know, it it just, it came across as bad acting to me, instead, and maybe that's me not, you know, the tone not translating properly in certain areas, maybe that had to do, I, I don't know, but to me, I just watched, in my head, bad acting throughout part of the asylum location. That is the most stunning thing that you've said to me is the bad act because I, I think the performances are the strongest thing in this movie. Uh, the the second half of the movie, well, the second how whatever percentage of the movie, sure, last half hour or so, yeah, but before that, mm -mm, not for me. If I can find a dead body and you just move on past it. Can't believe it. Did they find a dead body? Well, they didn't see no. a dead body. They seen hair come from the ceiling. What else could that mean? Right, but they thought that was bullshit. That one girl was like, oh, it's a wig. Somebody must have put it here. Who the hell is going to put a wig and it stay that, you know, good looking for who knows how long and they just move? I don't know. I mean, there are other people had been into the asylum. I mean, there was graffiti all over the place and stuff. So people were going in there. Who the hell's going to hide a wig in the ceiling? Why not? It's kind of funny. That was a haunted place. No, I'm. I think it makes sense to do it. Hair is a big horror thing in Korea. It is, but they didn't investigate. It was my issue with it. So they just moved along, like, oh, okay, like you went to all this extensive stuff to like, find I, out all this other stuff. I mean, okay, so like, if we. If, <laughs> We're investigating a haunted asylum out here, and there's just fucking blood. We're not gonna touch that. I don't, you you know, like I that checks out. Also, I don't like touching hair. Anyway, I think it's gross. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Figure it. Figure well, it. if it's in the ceiling and you're like invest, how are you going to investigate that without a risk of either touching hair or what if you had been right? What if they had assumed it was a body and then like what what do you do? 
knock it out know. of the ceiling risk it falling on you yes <laughs> like, not on uh, knock it down you got those sticks you were opening everything with yeah and then you when you're done with your stream hey by the way there's a fucking dead body in there wait uh, didn't she get it down with a stick because she was waving it around at some point in his face i didn't see no that was in the water Okay. And yeah, she got it with the stick and she that he acted more freaked out knowing it. That was another thing that like he was more freaked out by the wig than when he thought it was a person in the fucking water. He, you know it's a wig now and you're more scared than you were before. Yeah. <sighs> Shit like that piling up did not make this a great experience for me at those points in the movie. I feel like you're trying to find stuff to pick on this movie for. Those are honestly things that annoy I, me. No, me I feel like I feel like you went into this movie going, "Oh, this is some Rob pick," and I've never heard of it. And it's gonna be oh, yeah. stupid. I did go into it like it made and... me stop enough to take a note. <laughs> I cared enough, you know, to fucking pause, take the note, open the notepad. Do you want to no. talk about the good things I liked about it? I'm more fascinated by Cat's fear of hair. Hair is gross. Hair is gross. Hmm. I like. I'm not. I, I well. I was gonna say I'm not afraid of it. I. I don't think I'm afraid of hair. Uh, although I will say that is one thing in um like Asian horror movies that does kind of get me. Uh, is that hair is <laughs> hair is gross. I don't want to touch it. There is that uh earlier this year there was the Junji Ito, uh, anime that came out. And I think the episode that got me most was the one where hair just fucking went rogue and started killing people. And I was like, yeah, I don't like this. Yeah, well, I mean, that's scary hair. That I get. But, yeah. like, just normal hair on, like, people's heads freaks you out? No, not, like, on people's heads. That's the thing, is that if it's connected to a living person, it's fine. The second the person dies or the hair comes off of the head, it becomes a gross thing that I don't want to touch. <laughs> Like, I I don't know why those are the right. rules. Like, hair in the drain, uh, someone else has to deal with that. Uh, I'm, that's not, even though usually it's, I have very long hair, usually it's mine. Uh, I'm the problem. Yeah, I was going to say, that's partly your, your fault. Yeah. I kind of get that, though. It is pretty gross. I, yeah, gross. I guess so. All right, fair enough. Especially in the drain where it's all, like, wet and stuff. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, with the ceiling, it was one thing, but, like, when it was in the water, that's gross. Yeah, I've I've very much experienced being the only guy in a house with two women. The hair in the drain <laughs> is a problem, and it's not my fault. Just saying. Mikey, and I usually have to be the one to deal with it, so. Yeah, I'm bragging. We got Manscaped. We know, Rob. Come on now. Um... All right, All right do you so want... what did you like? What did you like, Mikey? Come on. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I forget the exact timestamp. I thought I wrote, I noted it down. I didn't. At about 54 minutes into this movie, uh, I believe it was the scene with the doll where they find the doll that was in the, the picture with the, the patients mm -hmm. and, you know, all that stuff. And they find it. And what was the girl's name? Charlotte. She freaks the fuck out i thought by the way charlotte's performance she did very well throughout the movie she was the only one that i could point to and say okay i didn't see a drop off like she you know she was playing into the camera when you know she was writing on the wall and all that stuff and 
Mm-hmm. You know, like she like she she seemed to get it because she leaned into it a little bit. That's maybe what I was looking for in something like this. But okay. she freaked the fuck out. And I was like, damn. And that that's what I was looking for, man. Like you're in situations where you're supposed to freak. Actually, a little bit before that, I believe. Yeah, it was before that. Uh, where the dude was faking his arm getting pulled into that dresser thing. I I yeah. got an I got annoyed immediately because when he did it, I was like, oh, that was, you know, flat. And Mm -hmm. then they blew me away because that was so flat and whatever. Then the girl tried it and nothing happened. And then they fucking nailed it, dude. The, the, the torque that they pulled her into that fucking thing with and her fear, facial expressions. It was all there for me. Like she, she looked like she was fearing for her life about to die. What the fuck is going on? And that scene was great too. Right. And but from, see, his, his, it was supposed to be flat when he yes, it happened to him because yes. it wasn't real. And that's what I was saying before, but you know, you're just showing and, 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 you know, I, I, I get that that's what was going on and it, but still you're showing me bad acting over and over and over again. And no one's leaning into that. It's bullshit. Other than, when something happens, they're all I have to go by is their reaction. They're not, there's no commentary between them leaning into the bullshit. But you know that aside, like I talked about that already. But th- th- from that, those two moments on, I, I it was like different people were playing the roles to me. Like they 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 were great. Everybody. All right. Right. Well, at that point, they were all freaked out because they yes. all realized it was real. And and that maybe and again. It, when I say the acting, the acting I seen, which is all I can go by for up until that point, I didn't like. And again, maybe that was more of a directorial point where it's like, okay, this is the tone we want to set here. This is what we're looking for. May I, I don't know, but you know, clearly they have it in them. And that's why I was saying earlier, like it annoyed me so much. I'm like, damn dude, you guys could have did this the whole time. And I guess it, ha- I know it has to kind of graduate to that point, but I think about Grave Encounters and movies like that, and it's like, you know, they... Don't you fucking talk to me about Grave Encounters. Grave Encounters is a good movie. What's wrong Grave with Encounters you? is a bad version of this. Oh, come on. How could you not like Grave Encounters? This is not very good. Shame on you. Grave Encounters has, like, almost a cult following, too. I can't imagine watching this and being like, I want to watch Grave Encounters again. I just, I, I don't understand. If you gave me the choice to pick between these two movies a hundred times, it's a hundred percent Grave Encounters every time. That's why I'm confused right now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I don't, confused did you too. watch the right movie? I sure did. That subtitles Are on and all. sure? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you've got a lot of the details about the movie right, but I feel like you didn't process it correctly or something you think i'm faking it like i did on the girl walks alone and all no man i had subtitles on and all this time is how i feel i'm being honest i mean i don't know the the acting thing i just can't get i can't get past because i think the i think you're almost like the actors early in the movie are they're People who aren't freaked out who are acting like they're freaked out. And I know. And I know. So I so understand. Like I, again, I understand the words that you're saying, Mikey, but I just, I disagree so strongly. I think that this was the perfect balance of like 
oh, it's not super believable, but it's believable enough that the people with them might believe it based off of what they're seeing. I think that's such a delicate line to find. And I think they found it perfectly. Like, I, I, I never thought that they were bad actors. I think it was just realistic to the situation. No, I feel like in a way you're punishing them for being good actors. No. And because, again, I, 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 like I said earlier, I understand that they're, you know, the they had to graduate because stuff started getting real, so it really came out. I, you know, I, I grasp all that. But they, they're, they didn't. They didn't do a good job of reminding me and like Grave Encounters did. They reminded you of the shtick a lot. You know, a lot of that stuff. Halloween Resurrection reminded you of the shtick a lot. And they didn't do, they completely acted like everything was real and no, like, give me some dialogue between the uh, the dudes who were in on it. You know, like some. Okay, so you want dialogue reminding you of things that you already know, but you don't want to give us time to get to know the characters before they get to the <laughs> asylum. But you could do that in. You can't do it before you get to the asylum. Do it while you're in there. They every other movie. That They're I not going to have a fun time in the asylum. That's the whole point of the thing. <laughs> but but grave encounters. They did. They were joking and laughing. And remember the hot, the tub scene of grave encounters. That was a great scene. Right, that's why Grave Encounters isn't as good as this. No, I I disagree, man. I disagree. I I like Grave Encounters a lot. It had that for what they were doing, which is you know exactly what this movie was doing. They nailed what they were doing. They they had the right amount. Okay, there's part of it that's bullshit. Don't you know? Ignore that. I don't know that that that's just that that's what I think because again all you're showing me is bad reactions to things over and over and over again. That's all I see. I don't get any talk of it being bullshit. So it's like okay, well, you know, is there anything real going on here? Okay, I guess not. Well, mm. you get some talk of it being bullshit when he calls them from the tent and he's, you know, telling them to steer the girls in a certain direction because the girls don't know. The shit has been set up. Right, right, yeah. The guy, the dudes know, the dude in the tent knows, right. But, mm -hmm. yeah, but they, there was no, they, he's just telling them where to go. No, go but he, here, he's talking here. to, he's talking to them about how they need to steer the girls' directions, and, and we're getting great reactions from Charlotte, so amp it up on her and scare her more. I, I just didn't think there was any enough of that. Talk any more than they had, and I would have gotten so annoyed because I would have felt like they didn't trust me to remember basic plot points like i i i it, it wasn't there wasn't enough there for me and uh, like i said i i understand they're acting they're acting like they're scared they're actors acting like they're scared but it's it just that over and over and over like that's all there was there like they had the moment with the pictures and they investigated and you know all that stuff and the doll and you know, they, they started to do stuff like the thing in the ceiling and then they left it. And then, you know, they started to do a couple things and then they left it. And it was just, okay, let's react to this. Let's react. And that's all I'm seeing is, you know, awkward reactions over and over. Like, I can't think that's a good performance because that's all they're doing over and over again. And then we kind of get something and then nothing. All right. Well, we're spinning our wheels here. 
But again, like but to get back to it, dude, once shit started taking off, it, they they were great, man. Charlotte was great. The dudes, uh, the guys in there, they they were great. Like everybody was great after a certain point to me. Like the, the changing the words on the live, uh, the words on the wall from "Let's live" to "Let's die" was mm-hmm. fucking great. There was that, and then I love the touch of the guy in the the what they call him, the captain or whatever. Yeah, fucking yeah. calling yeah. him the captain. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, and by the way, when I'm in the tent and you guys are exploring the haunted thing, I need you to call me Captain, please. We'll call you Butthole, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do something about it? Bring your ass in the asylum. All right, let's let's compromise. You can call me Captain Butthole. That sounds fair. <laughs> that, that's not a bad compromise. You got yourself a deal. <laughs> but so there, the captain, he's looking at the footage. He sees that it changed. But he lies to the guys who were yes. inside anyway about it. I think that reveals a, a lot about moment. his character. I think it's interesting. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I, I, and you know we haven't. Well, I'm sure it's been done, but you know the the popular found footage movies you'd have to you'd have a lot to dig through. It's unique. We haven't. I yeah. haven't seen that before. I think and, that that's an. And I'm just off the top of my head. I think that the captain character in this movie. Is unique in that they he's the guy on the outside, and we don't normally get that. Normally, when you have found footage movies, yeah. every character goes inside, right? Yeah, that's true. So it gives us sort of a unique perspective, and and gives us a character who's able to go back through the footage and see that yeah, indeed, it did change. Um, and then he's going to fucking lie to him because he doesn't want to freak him out because he doesn't want him to leave because he wants to make more money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we we haven't uh, had an aspect like that before. I mean, again, there's been there was way too many found footage movies made, so who knows? Right. But, I mean, I, it just yeah. off the top of my head, I can't think of one, but that doesn't mean no. it doesn't exist. Absolutely. By the way, too, um, I don't know if either of you have seen it. If you have, I'm sure it'll piss you off. I think found footage 3D is better than this. I saw it. it um, <laughs> I saw it You're once right. when it was new. I did not like it, so I'm going to say you're full of shit. Well, I like found footage 3D a lot. Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't see it in 3D. Maybe that was the difference. I didn't either. But either way, we should do found footage 3D one day. That was a really good movie. But either way, I mean, uh, yeah, that that was good. Um, the... I, I don't know the guy in his drawers, the underwear dude who is fucking like when what's her name gets yeah. back to the asylum uh-huh. somehow, and uh, you know he he's there like it, when I seen him first, like you know obviously that's creepy, but man they they did a really good job in setting a mood there. Mm-hmm. They did. Like he's what kind? They did. There's a lot of like tension that builds in that scene yeah because he's not like you at grave encounters also uh, you know i'll say to a little bit of an of a ding on it uh you see that creature demon whatever the hell thing and you know like you in any paranormal movie usually when you see especially in a in a moment in a scene like that when you see the one of the the entities and they kind of lunge at you like he was just standing there. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's terrified. 
and the he's... camera turning away from mm. him mm -hmm. terrifying it, it that reminded me a lot of the uh the best thing in any of the found or any of the paranormal activity movies is paranormal <laughs> activity three where they have the camera on top of that oscillating fan that was great yeah i mean it, it's so brilliant the way they did that because it just creates so much tension because you just know something's gonna happen but you're not sure when or where <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> As that camera goes back and forth, as she's moving her light around that room, you're just waiting. Like it just yeah. keeps building. You're waiting for something to happen. And they tease you. Oh, fuck. They tease you with <laughs> That's a beep. Yeah, it is. Son of a bitch. I'll update it. Uh, they, they, they teased you with it because it, it goes away and you're waiting for the jump scare moment and they don't give it to you, which is yeah. great because you, you, it's predictable. And they, they did it like a handful of like that. And that's the thing. It's like, like that, that five cream scene <laughs> where it's just a little like bit, you yeah. don't get the jump scare. Yeah. And it's great. And and he he just like didn't even care that she was there for a while. Yeah. Like, you know, like they're in this dark room, pitch dark, and he sees her as a flashlight, you know, like and he just does not even care. He's going in. He's and that was cre the creepiest part. His little like sidewalk that little whatever the hell movement he had going and he's moving into the the, the light yeah that was one thing that really because uh, <laughs> the scene was creepy anyway uh one thing that really freaked me out was because uh watching a found footage when someone makes decisions that you just would not make and mm -hmm. it, he moves into the light and then when she turns to try and uh open the door she moves the light to the wall that's closest to her, and you're like, if he's following that light, you are fucked. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Don't do I, that. I also was thinking in that scene, though, to me, the thing, I was like, if I'm in that situation, I'm never taking that light off that dude. Yes. No. Like, I want to know where he's at at all times. I can at. feel yeah. around for a fucking doorknob to try yeah. and find it. I'm not taking the light off him. I'm not taking my eyes off of him. Yeah. Like, but it made that moment where she can, like, maybe afford... That's the only time... Because I was thinking the same thing. But when you think about it, like, if there was ever a moment in horror to where you could... Like, he made you feel like, in a way, like, for a second, like, is he not going to do it? Like, is he... Like, he, he didn't know. Yeah. And in a yeah. moment like that, you always know. And you didn't. Like, he was just... He knew he had her, man. Like, the the the... the um, entities in that that asylum were so aware in a way, which makes them even more deadly. Because you know, like they they just know they have you. They're toy. They're doing what they want when they feel like it. And you know, like that that's in, in any paranormal movie they try and get that across. But to make you feel it like they did in that that scene, you know that that was really good. And there's also that level of like just with the light and stuff. With, because we all had like different things in that scene that we just talked about that we were all kind of worried about, you know, like we all had different tensions and stuff. And there are a lot of horror movies I think that try to kind of over-explain those like paranormal rules, you know, where it's like, oh, here's how this creature works, and you know, here's what you have to do to try and survive this thing. And it's like there was something deeply unsettling because you're watching the scene and you don't know what the fuck is going on with this dude. Uh, and you don't really ever get to find out. And I think that's, uh, it's a very powerful thing because it's like, yeah. you don't always get to know about the things that kill you. Sometimes you just die. Like, right. Yeah. That's a happy thought of the day. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <Cat and Lord. laughs> 
new segment happy thoughts with Kevin Moore. <laughs> you don't always get to know what killed you sometimes you just die <laughs> stab 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 <laughs> cat killed you bitch <laughs> that's how that segment would end is. yeah <laughs> um yeah i mike yeah I, don't, I just as i'm thinking about this like other movies other found footage movies are popping up that people really rave about and i'm just like this is so much better and I don't understand why the audience for this movie isn't bigger. I don't understand why there's not more people talking about it. I don't understand why people don't like it more. Like, I think about like Hell, Hell House LLC and how much people love that people movie. People fucking love that movie. And they rave about that movie, and it's nowhere near as good as this. Or The House is October Built, which is a movie I like, but it's not nearly on the level that this is. I would put House is Not October Built before this. That's insane to me. I would. Also, a lot left, and that—that's like another thing too that I liked actually. Before we get like, because I was going to bring up the money that they had to do this. Found footage movies notoriously do a lot with a little, and but they. What one point I will give you? I I think this is where you're going with this. One point Mm -hmm. I will give you is that a, um. I don't want to call it a perk, but like a staple maybe of the found footage genre is that you are able to do a lot more with a lower budget. This did not do a lot more with a lower budget. Yeah, and no. in that one regard, it does lose some found footage credit for me, like a little bit. I, I get that. Yeah. When you said it was 2.2 million, that I couldn't I mean, believe it. I don't I see understand 2. because probably the cameras. And also potentially the rights to film there. Like I'm not Probably. sure the legalities. No, I have a I have a oh. fun fact about that. They did not oh, film okay. there. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, and they had a like that dude. Like that's not cheap to make. And the the point I was about to get to that that thing with what's her name's fucking eyes. Yeah. Like that. I I feel it could have been used. It looked great. But I feel like they overused it a bit because, you know, they were clearly proud of it and they should be because it looked great. But they put it in your face a lot right after it happened. And it looked less great the more they did it. Yeah. Not as as far as aesthetically, but just, you know, they didn't use it properly I, at all. Times. I think to me, so when I was watching that, I was getting annoyed with how much it was on screen yes, and in my yes. face, and I think that might have been kind of the point, honestly. Maybe, maybe. Just to make you annoyed and uncomfortable, or like, when the fuck is this going to stop? <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. But and it, but again, that's not cheap to do either. You know, that's why yeah. you know you don't see Paranormal Activity or Blair Witch or whatever have stuff like that because it's and it was done very well. Like it looked phenomenal. Just to make it look good, and that—that's—I'm glad they didn't go overboard with it because you get two two point two million for a fucking found footage movie, you could pretty much do whatever you want. So yeah. I'm I'm glad they didn't go like Grave Encounters two with it and overuse the creatures or whatever you want to call them. So you know I I can't dig them too much on it, but I just do not see where. million dollars i mean that is that is a real question of where is 2.2 million in this movie i mean they had a drone that they had a drone but no it wasn't marketing because you know it's not a widely known me i i don't know where the fuck that money went well the movie did well it didn't do well in the u.s but it did do well so maybe there was marketing in other countries maybe um and there, there was also a lawsuit. Did they figure legal fees into that too? Maybe. maybe. We'll talk about that when we get to fun facts. But 
Uh, yeah, I don't. I two point two million seems like a, a high budget for what this for this movie, but I'm not concerned about that because the movie's awesome. Mm. Maybe that's why the laziness is certain here. Like with the hair on the ceiling, like dude, you could have did some something with that and cut out a scene where like you know you're just you know kind of doing the same thing a little bit here and there, but like do something with it. Like don't. Like, how the hell am I supposed to ignore that? They did have to buy a lot of beer and pizza for that toast and everything. Yeah, they did. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, look I, you know, I'm I, honestly, like, I know, like, the, the spite thing gets thrown around from our listeners a lot. And, you know, like, it, like we do spite with our picks. But honestly, like, I, I'm very fair. Like, I, like, if something wins me over, it wins me over. And, like, you know, I'm, I'm being honest, man. Like, it, it, it had a lot of a lot of shit that you know was very good but it was just all kind of jumbled in one spot of the movie i wish we could have got to it a little quicker and maybe got a little bit more of the good stuff all like right. maybe maybe have a scene where the fucking two the dudes that are into it do get scared for real and we can get a taste of oh shit okay they dude, that was good you know like i don't know like it, it, i don't know maybe that helps a little bit on my thought process all right all right. Um, I think I am out of things to say about this movie, other than to argue with Mikey about the things that he says yeah, about it. Yeah. Um, are we ready to move into reviews? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to move into reviews. All right. Um. Okay. So this is n- not from the Rotten Tomatoes scores exclusively, but from the highest score given to the lowest score given. This is one of our widest spread movies. Oh. Um. With a tomato meter of 91%. Whoa. The audience score is 75% uh, in the middle, and the IMDb is a 6.4 out of 10. So wow. Damn. We've got a, a pretty widespread there. <laughs> oh. Uh, um, we were talking about this in the chat before I uh, before we recorded. Uh, I chose the reviews today. Usually, I try to choose one good review, one bad review, and then, like, any really super wild shit that I find along the way. Uh, Today, I just chose reviews with typos, because they were the funniest. Fair enough. Uh, There's not a lot of rhyme or reason to these. Um, (laughs) My favorite is, uh, my favorite title, anyway, is Don't Waste Your Time to Watch This, You'll Regret. Wow. (laughs) All right. Uh, one out of ten. Uh, I hate this. I hate this film at all because I was never scared when watching it. It didn't make me believe anything paranormal was going on. Like in the beginning, the guy in the control room directing everyone on what to do and telling them good acting. Uh, just never gave me the sense that these people are faking a paranormal haunting in a fiction movie. Like I was just wondering the whole time, was this all set up to make it look real by the team? Are they all just acting like they're scared? I know in real life there are actors acting out a paranormal investigation, but I couldn't believe they were playing people carrying out a paranormal investigation actually being haunted. (laughs) Don't waste your time watching this rubbish, unworthy exclamation points. Uh, This person got really wound up. I would give that person a candy bar. (laughs) <laughs> but I got so confused by what they were saying yeah. that I don't know. 
whether they actually deserve one or not. So they kind I'll of just, talk themselves into a circle with that yeah, one. Yeah, I'll just I'll just keep the candy bar for myself. Uh this one wasn't a typo exactly, but it got put in here for interesting phrasing. Um, nine out of ten stars couldn't sleep because of movie. At first, it was just okay. Got me a bit interested. Then later on, dot, dot, dot. Scenes got pretty crazy, like my eyes are glued watching it. I could not sleep for two nights watching this movie. I know it sounds silly, but I really could not sleep. <laughs> Jeez. This is one of those movies that I've heard people say about, like, it's so scary you can't finish it. I Yeah, in the reviews, there was, um, there was like, a lot of people yeah. talking about not sleeping, so... Not for two days like this guy. Yeah, no, that, that's a bit much. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, I did. I said earlier that I didn't get any of the Grave Encounter things in here, but I did get one. Uh, that's not the line that I pulled it for, though. There was a specific line. Um, Nine out of ten stars. I'll never watch it again. When I saw that this movie had 6.1, I was like, oh, okay, another pretty decent horror movie, which already very funny because when i see a 6.1 i'm not like pretty decent horror movie uh but this guy has a lower bar than i do um when you are done with the intro of this movie it is a very scary one i watched grave encounter which was very nice and inspired this movie i guess but something about korean ghosts there is really putting it to the next level and <laughs> here's the one here's the winner guys and don't be bothered with the subtitles <laughs> They speak a lot at the beginning, and then it's fine, exclamation point. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, that's going to be, I think that needs to be a shirt for the show, though. And don't be bothered with the subtitles. <laughs> that's funny. Mikey sure as hell doesn't, isn't bothered with them. Mm. They speak a lot at the beginning, and then it's fine. <laughs> Um, this one is interesting because the title has no caps whatsoever, and then every word is capitalized in the review. Um, no night vision, all dark, <laughs> five out of ten stars. People, uh, PPL, uh, screaming camera focus on their face all the time, but worth to watch it? <laughs> Question mark. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> all right um incredible and scary exclamation point 10 out of 10 the film begins slowly but about 40 <laughs> minutes to end it is omg for exclamation <laughs> points <laughs> that's funny shit someone helps me sleep tonight must see <laughs> uh -huh. Perfect. Um, and then seven out of ten. I watched this because of my friend, and it's not disappointed. <laughs> wow. Wait, it's not disappointed. It's not disappointed. Well, how's uh, he seven know? Out Maybe of the movie's tremendously disappointed in him. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it watched. Uh, he watched it because of friend. Uh, seven <laughs> out of ten. If you like horror movie with first person POV, I suggest you watch this one. It's worth your time, slowly building up tension, and the place is real since I searched it up and read the story. <laughs> it is not a fiction. I mean the place. So I think that's right. one of your neighbors, Rob. Yeah, he searched it up. 
Searched it up. Searched it up on the old internet. Um, I have a theory. These were some of the most entertaining ones that I found. I have a theory that maybe some of these, all of the usernames look like they could be English. Uh, but I, the only thing I can think is that maybe one or two of these were translated, except for the guy that said not to bother with subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. There were usually I find like a typo or two. Uh, there were a lot of typo reviews I could have pulled from, and that's how we got this batch today. <laughs> that's funny shit. All right. Uh, fun facts. Yes, fun sir. facts. All right. So, uh, Mikey mentioned it. Uh, this movie had a two point two million dollar budget. Uh, the worldwide growth. Well, first uh, in uh, the U.S., it grossed uh one hundred fifteen thousand dollars. Wow. Uh, the worldwide gross was twenty one million. Wow! Yeah, so it did really well overseas. Um, mm. So I, that's why I think maybe the marketing budget was spent there. I don't know. No. Damn. Um, it is mentioned um, a couple of times in the movie that this uh, location, the Ganjium, whatever uh, psychiatric facility, is one of the seven freakiest pl- places on the planet. Uh, that is indeed true, uh, according to an article by CNN Travel. It was named one of the seven freakiest places on the planet. Um, it was, as Kat mentioned, a, a real place. Um, the filmmakers could not get permission to film there from the South Korean government, um, so they filmed um, in the National Maritime High School in Busan. They did, however, have the floor plan of the hospital and they used it to exactly uh, to recreate exactly the same interior and hallway layout. They used the halls of the high school so that whatever rooms they were going into were actually in that same sort of location inside the hospital. Hmm. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, the film was a financial and uh, critical success. It became the third most watched horror film in South Korea following Phone from 2002. I have no idea what that is. And A Tale of Two Sisters from 2003, which is a movie I have wow. seen and did not understand. I really liked Tale of Two Sisters. Of course you did. Uh. <laughs> Damn. I, I would have liked it if I had known what the fuck was happening. <laughs> it was a little bit convoluted, but yeah. it, it's it good. Was, the story's I good. was just lost. Um, and finally, uh, there, there were not a whole lot of fun facts about this movie, um, but uh, just shortly before the film's theatrical re- release, the owner of the asylum filed a lawsuit against the film. Um, he didn't want it to be shown in theaters because he said it would have a negative I- effect on the, the sale of the building. Apparently, he was trying to sell it at the time. Um, <laughs> however, a court in Seoul um, did rule that the favor could be shown in theaters. Oh, damn. Um, yeah. So they did have a, a bit of a lawsuit on their hands there. Apparently the guy who owned the asylum and the land it was on wanted to sell it. He was like, hey, wait a minute. You can't put this fucking movie in theaters. Nobody's going <laughs> to buy this place. Um, and I I didn't see it um, in the fun facts when I was looking, but I believe I at one point read somewhere that the, the building has since been torn down. Uh, it has been. Yeah. So... Those are the fun facts for Ganjum Haunted Asylum, which I'm sure I'm not saying right. Do you think it was torn down because no one would buy it after this movie? I mean, I wonder, like, if you're the guy who owns that, 
land and that building. I mean, first of all, nobody's going to buy that for that fucking decrepit old building anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, you're selling the land, I, I would assume, so why not just tear it down and fucking sell the land anyway? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I mean, I guess unless you thought somebody was going to buy it to turn it into some sort of fucking attraction or something, but it doesn't seem like the government there is real keen on that. <laughs> no, and also the movie would have helped if it was going to be an attraction. Right. right. Yeah. So, so if I, that was I, yeah. the plan, the lawsuit doesn't make a ton of sense. But. Yeah. But I don't know the specifics of it being torn down. I don't know if he tore it down and sold the land or if he sold it and then whoever bought it decided to tear it down. I have no idea what that, you know, what's there. That is it for me. All right. Ready into the port noise. Oh, it fuck. is Rob score time. Not Rob scores poor noise. Mm -hmm. Dr. Kelly. Kelly was mean to the leprechaun too this week. <laughs> Kelly is the smartest oh, person we know. I love Kelly to death with all my heart. Uh, I did not. I was very busy when Kelly started the leprechaun fuckery. And I did not get around to speaking with Kelly about it. But uh, Kelly, I will be doing so. Well, you better daughter. be nice to Kelly. I will be very nice to Kelly and very nice to Leprechaun at the same time. So, um, yeah, I'm always nice to Kelly. I love Kelly. Kelly will beat your ass. She will whoop my ass. I know. Yeah. Uh, does anyone want to go first? Would you like me to go first? How do you want to do it? Oh, uh, you can go first. Uh, I don't oh, care. Unless Rob. Hey, Rob, you want to kick it off? You want me to go first? I will. Sure. Um, so, I love this movie. Again, I said probably top five found footage movie for me. Mm. Um, uh, I, I know that there aren't a whole lot of new concepts being thrown at us in this movie. It's a lot of stuff that we've seen already, but I think it's um, they're executed better here than most of the times that we've seen them done before. Um, I think the performances are great. Um, it helps to, in my mind, it helps that it's based on around a, an actual location, a true place. I think that makes it uh, that much more interesting, even if none of this stuff happened at that asylum. I have no idea what the history there is. Um, overall, I, I really enjoy the movie. I give it an 8.3. Whoa, 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 whoa. An 8.3? 8.3. This might be the closest you and I have ever had in school. Oh, <laughs> okay. Damn. All right. Wow. Uh, uh I can I... go ahead and go next since I okay since we're gonna be mad at Mikey and since I did uh show my hand a little bit there uh, yeah. I actually gave this an eight point four oh we are point one away uh, on this <laughs> I'm honestly surprised Cat was higher than me I thought I'm I also I mean, surprised given it's only a point one but still I I I really thought that I would come in the highest but yeah I thought I really, that you were gonna have the highest but I I, really I like think that's movie. a really reasonable score and it's for all the reasons you said like it it didn't do anything so I will say I it didn't do anything like new at the time but. We've seen these tropes a lot more since this movie. Like, yeah. uh, all of the ones that come to mind were released after 2018, I think. So it was still fairly fresh. I think it was doing it very well. Uh, and it just, it wove all of my favorite elements together. I think the performances were incredible. Uh, it helps that it was based off of a real place. Uh, this one really is good, and I think it holds up. God damn! I agree. 
Did we change the port noise scale to like a 15 or a 20 or something? Oh, come on, that? Mikey. Wow. All right. Um, what did I give the burning? Mm, oops. Uh, hmm. I did say earlier <clears throat> that the burning was better than the smooth. Thinking of an actual score, I didn't know I gave the burning a 3.9. Um, yeah, it, it deserved it too. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I can give this lower than 3.9. If we're being honest, where I'm going to live <clears throat> with this movie, it was hard for me to come down with the with the port noise score. I had an idea of where I wanted to live going in, but the number that is screaming to me right now, and it's yeah, this number I'm going to go with is a 4.8 that's the best i can do wow <laughs> that's the best i can do there you have it i appreciate that you at least recognizing the fact that it needed to be rated higher than the burning yeah i didn't know i thought i was i was gonna live like a 4.2 ish to a 4.4 is where i was at that's another thing too this thing didn't waste too much of my time you know any more than it did like it could have been longer it could have been worse i just wish they would have got to the point a little more i wish they would have had a little bit they like as much as i bitched about the acting and i i I did say it was throughout you know a portion certain portion of the movie but to me that was a large portion of the movie that i didn't enjoy it they clearly are very capable actors uh I just wish I could have got to see more of it. And there are ways to do that and keep to your premise. And, you know, I just didn't feel they hit that note and it took a while to get to it for me. And, uh, I don't know where the fuck somebody stole. They, they needed an embezzle, embezzlement lawsuit in here too. <laughs> somebody took some money from this motherfucker. Well, uh, 4.8. I could have done worse guys. Right or wrong. You, you could have. All right. Yeah. But with Mikey's bullshit score, that means it is not slasher radio approved with an average uh, of seven point two. Yeah. What would I have had to give it to a six? Like a, a it high is a five. Shame. It is a pity that this one is not slasher radio approved. I would have had to give it a seven a five point seven. And it got it wasn't making it there for me, guys. It, it, Unbelievable. Me giving it a, five, a four, as talking about the good shit at the end is why it's at a four point eight. It wasn't gonna get to a five point seven. I tell you that. Two, sorry, two scores over an eight, and it still doesn't get approved. Unbelievable, Mikey. Still doesn't, man. Still Way doesn't. to ruin it for everybody. I, I I told you at the beginning not to spoil it, but it only takes one person fucking up the port noise. Oh yeah, for something <laughs> not to be slasher radio approved. Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. When's the last time we had a slasher radio approved movie? It Carousel. seems like it's been a while. <laughs> uh, just definitely not. Cujo, episode 266. Oh, well, that wasn't. What do you that mean? That wasn't that long ago, was it? Uh, we're at 283 right now with this uh-huh. one. So it's been a bit. And before that, it was inside. So, and that was two episodes, three episodes before. Oh, you fucked up. Uh, well, no, none of us gave stitches a. Okay. <laughs> Fucking stitches, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the last one was Cujo two sixty six inside 
episode 263 and uh hellraiser 2022 where we were joined by the wonderful amber and uh that one got it to 259 okay oh we had barbarian before that all right we had a little hot streak yeah. for a minute there mm. all right well that's it for that what's done is done uh this was a rob pick last week i have my pick Next week we have a Patreon pick, and then I I think by the the laws of physics here, Cat gets a pick after that, right? I think I get a pick. Yep, I think so. And then we're back to fighting over what the hell we're gonna watch <laughs> on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> the way it was always intended to be. Yeah, like a family. Uh, so Cat, do you have any? Do you have a movie in mind? I do have a movie in mind. Okay. All right. We're not. You don't want to. Do you want to announce it yet? You want some some uh, mysteriousness? You know what? No. I'm. I'll go ahead and announce it. Ballsy. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going for it. Uh, I think that we should watch Apt Pupil. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, it's a very underrated Stephen King adaptation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and those are always kind of interesting to get into anyway. So. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a while. I don't remember it all that well. It's no, it's no maximum overdrive or anything. But <laughs> I, I think I don't remember if I've seen that pupil. I feel like I have, but I don't think I did. It's an interesting pick, Cat. Thank you. Something, something on left field. Like I haven't thought about that movie in years. <laughs> yeah, that's actually kind of why I picked it because it came up the other day, and it was like, you know, I there's a very real chance I could have gone the rest of my life without thinking about this one <laughs> unless it came up in this specific context. Yeah. Um, Isn't it like a young Brendan Fraser or something in that? It's got... um David Schwimmer. It's got David Schwimmer, and it's got uh, Ian McKellen in it, too. I knew Ian McKellen was in it. David Schwimmer? Really? Yeah, David Schwimmer is the guidance counselor. Oh, Lord, what the hell is David Schwimmer doing these days? Still question. trying to call Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, he's just <laughs> counting his friends' money and living a good life. Hey, man, that's good money. Yeah, it is. Hold on, what's this? Is that Joshua Jackson? Hmm. D- All right. <sighs> David Schwimmer is worth $120 million. Yeah, dude. You get a hit sitcom like that, you're set. Yeah, that's true. You're always going to make money off that, huh? Yeah. Not only that, but remember, I mean, even initially, they were getting over a million an episode at one point. Yeah, they were doing real good. Yeah. Damn, man. They had people just begging to give them money still to yeah. this day. Even yeah. just I mean, down. you know, shit, all that money Jerry Seinfeld got from Seinfeld. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's true. And what's his name? Ray Romano, too. Yeah, yeah, Ray Romano. See how much Ray Romano. I bet it's a ton of money. Two hundred million. Yeah. Damn. You ever see that documentary when he goes back on the road? You told me about it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what happened on that again? Whenever I think of, whenever I hear uh, Ray Romano's name, I think of you because he he he's he's going back out on the road like for the first time as a stand up after fucking uh, everybody loves Raymond's gone off the air. And he's got he he won't uh, he won't use a public restroom and he's oh, got a yeah. shit. So he he has his friend, the guy he's traveling on the road with, pull over to a hotel and he rents a hotel room just to take a shit. <laughs> hey man, if I had the money to do it, you best believe. Jerry Jerry Seinfeld, by the way, worth nine hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah. Ooh, wow. 
I don't know if you know this I'm or not. Get me a that's, sitcom. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money. Uh, anyway, so that's it for this one. You know, interesting pick, Rob. You know what? At the end of it all, I still give you credit for stuff like this. Was a you know, like I said, you you pick them safe a lot, man. And yeah, this was a ballsy move. I'll give you that. Pick them safe. I pick them. I pick good ones. Pick them safe a lot. One hundred percent bangers. <laughs> mm, this one not approved. Not a banger. Officially not a banger. No, that doesn't mean it. Just because you didn't like it, it's still a banger. Hey, it's not approved. Yeah. I mean, I, all the bangers. This one, uh, the burning, the prowler, banger. Oh, I forgot about. Yeah, you picked the fucking prowler. Yeah, no, you don't got all, but your your track record's worse than I, I thought. See, you either pick them really good and they're safe, or you'll pick a fucking dud. And, it's and one Zodiac of the wasn't a safe pick because you were yelling it wasn't even a horror movie. It's kind of <laughs> not a horror movie. I listened to another horror podcast recently. I did an episode on it that was almost five hours long. It was the greatest thing ever. About as long as the fucking movie. Cat, <laughs> we need to go back and amend our port noise for that. There are a couple that port noise um, that I would like to amend. If you guys lower your port noise for fucking Zodiac, you're out of Scream your mind. Four. That movie I want to lower my port noise for Scream 4. Honestly. I was just going to say, uh, we should do a port noise episode, but that scares me because Scream 4. Oh, that's hanging on. Why are you gonna lower Scream Four, man? Because every time I watch Scream Four, that Scream Four, I rewatched it for the first time in several years to do this podcast, and every time I watch it, it irritates me more. I, it doesn't up. hold up. I only got Emma Roberts and her crazy eyes, man. In all honesty, like no bullshit. I, and I've watched Scream Four a couple extra times since we did the episode on it. You know, new movies coming out and all that stuff. Uh, mine might go up a little bit. I truly appreciate that fucking movie, and I gave it a nine point one. Doesn't even, it's not even a scream movie. Absolutely, is very important movie in the genre. But uh, maybe we'll have a Portnoy episode one day. What do you guys feel about that? We just go through all the Portnoys because there's a lot of them. There's holy shit! I don't think we can go through all of them. Well, maybe there's ninety. Four port noise that we have on this. I list. mean, does anybody want to listen to that bullshit? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Do people Probably really not. want to listen to us go back and argue about movies we've already argued about? I mean, well, that's what we're gonna do anyway. And <laughs> just about like scores. Like maybe we won't want to change. Probably the majority of these. Yeah, just go over know. how we felt about. I don't well, know, maybe. Let the listeners. If you think it's something you want to interested in hearing, let us know. And we'll maybe yeah. do it. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't want to listen to that bullshit. <laughs> Only you don't want to listen to regular hour... bullshit either. But <laughs> listen to a five-hour Zodiac podcast. Fucking, I was in heaven when that when that dropped, <laughs> and I saw the runtime. I was like, "This is going to be the greatest day of my life." Oh, God, yeah. Fucking... I will say, if there's something like really niche, not that Zodiac is niche, but if there's like a movie or something that you're really into, and then a commentary video or a podcast or a show drops an episode that's that long i get so fucking excited <laughs> yeah one of the hosts loves that movie as much as i do so it was just great just listening to him talk about it i was like oh this is the greatest thing ever yeah you gave zodiac an 8.7 man yeah. yeah you should be ashamed you should be ashamed that's too high it'd be way higher i gave it um, a 7.8 what i give Rob it give it <laughs> you gave it a 9.7 really there's nothing <laughs> we could do to ruin that 
That should have been a 9.8. What would we have to give? Well, we, me and Kat together could tank it, but it would take a lot. No, I happen to know from experience that you can't single-handedly. It's a lot easier to tank a movie than it is to secure a movie. Because yeah. you guys fucked up Jack Frost. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I do feel I I do kind of feel bad that Jack Frost isn't approved. That's all Why? I guys. Because that movie's amazing. It's fantastic. And at some point we gotta get to the sequel to that. You yeah. barely gave it enough to get it approved. It was seven point six. It's a great movie. On a B score. You should be ashamed of yourself, Rob. <laughs> yeah, shame on you. Um, all right. So next week we got a Patreon pick. Who the hell knows what that'll bring? Uh maybe will it'll be I, the boogeyman too. Yeah, I was gonna say, Will, I will put up the boogeyman too for you if you know you still having trouble. Reach out, let me know. Um We'll walk you through it, if anything. But, you know, so that'll be in there that we know at least I, one I will not walk you through it, Will. I don't know how the fuck it works either. Rob couldn't walk you through it if his life depended on uh, it, Will. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, instructions you will get from me will be like, I don't know, click the thing and then type it and click the thing. I don't know. But if that sounds helpful to you, you know. <laughs> yeah. Consider this Rob walking you through it. Yep. Uh, so after that, we have Cat's pick, and then we're um, back to... To random movies let us know what you guys want us to talk about if you do have a movie uh the patreon is the way to go patreon.com forward slash slash radio every month patrons get to nominate and vote on a movie that we don't discuss uh for the week go sports show extra show every week mm-hmm. uh easter egg content fucking memes and whatever else we get for uh uh you bastards <laughs> you can follow the show at slash radio um you can check out that video on youtube if you want search slash radio and you know it'll be up there it's doing really well thank you everybody who checked it out thank you everybody listening right now and um i think that's it i'm at mikey's dead on twitter if you want to give me a follow rob where you at uh you can find me on twitter at radio rob one two three and as mentioned earlier in the episode Kat and I have finally launched the Nick F and Woo Cage podcast, and it is available wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. I really want every time that that show is mentioned <laughs> to just put the first minute and a half of that show in the clip. On it. Like, it's great. You listen to me. You're Nick Welcome to the Nick fucking Woo Cage Cast. And Cat, woo! There you go. I know you picked the name because you really wanted to lay in that whole fucking thing. Yeah. Um, the problem is going to be I am rarely, if ever, going to have the energy to do that by the time we record these episodes. However, <laughs> you are welcome to do it anytime you'd like. All right. Uh, yeah, I, my plan was to do it every week, and then I heard our intro music and decided I might not need to do it every week. But because it is our inaugural show, I feel like maybe I should go for it. Welcome, everyone, to the Nick fucking... Woo! Cagecast! Or at least the intro into the music and then Kat's intro. She did a hell of a job on that. Kat, you did bravo. Yeah, because there was no way I I do not have the energy for that ever. No, it's 
standing ovation actually for Cat Valor. That was uh, <laughs> I was impressed. I rewinded it twice, so you know, I was like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> uh, Cat, really funny. Uh, you can find me aside from on the Nick F and Cage Cast. You can find me on Twitter at cat underscore Valor V O L E U R. You can check out my website catvalor.com, where you can pre-order my book Revenge Arc. All pre-orders are signed, so you have until August 1st to do that. I I don't know if I should continue with the shtick of telling people not to do it to annoy me, because for the first time ever, I do that, and Chris goes, oh, well, it'll annoy Mikey, <laughs> so I won't do it all the fucking sudden, Chris. <laughs> uh, um, go, go, go to Cavalier.com, and we will check you guys out next week. Please be gentle, patrons. Good night from Slasher Radio. Wouldn't it be nice if the patrons were nice to us? Wouldn't that be beautiful? <laughs> yeah, like that's ever going to happen. You would I, think they would be the ones, though, to be nice we to We haven't been bad this year. I mean, we got carousel and stuff, so that's uh, good. Yeah. Nice. I would like to keep this up. I'm feeling good about the patrons right now. I feel like, is Allie on a streak? Is she won like two or three in a row? Two now? in a row. Yeah. Well, it was Allie month also. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. We got Allie month two coming up in June. Yeah. What? Uh-huh. No. We talked about this because she saved the show. Yeah, she saved the show during the interview, so now she gets another month. You agreed. You signed off on this. I did not. I absolutely <laughs> did not. I guarantee I did not. Uh, Alley month. She don't get a month. She's a pain in the ass. All the best of Slasher Radio Podcast.